This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us, of course, on our website at freetalklive.com where you can, well, you can control the content. All the stuff you see on the front page has been submitted by listeners just like you and then voted on by uh, you, and then you get to, uh, you know, listeners will decide what is uh, the most interesting. What is the most uh, interesting news or YouTube video or whatever you want to post up there at freetalklive.com. As usual, it is Ian here with you. And Mark. So, Mark, it has been just a, a difficult week for some people in the activist community, for our listeners that don't get the uh, the weekday program. We've had all kinds of uh, just bad news with uh, liberty activists around the country being arrested for nonsense, like using a video camera in a public court lobby, uh, also being sent to jail for 30 days for recording a police officer. Let's see, what are some of the other things that uh, we've encountered this week? A man was sent to jail for an indeterminate amount of time because he didn't fill out a piece of paper. So that's just a, uh, just a few highlights. The guy also was sent to jail for wearing a hat. Yep, um, I think of the, the, the people that were dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. This wasn't this week, but... It's coming up Monday. Yeah, it's coming up Monday, and it, they, you know the feds there in uh, Washington, D.C. could decide that it is an improper way to celebrate uh, Independence Day by dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. And I don't mean with boom boxes or anything like Mm-mm. this. Folks that are dancing silently with uh, earbuds in, um, I, I can't see how they're any more of a distraction than uh, the normal stuff that goes on at the Jefferson Memorial, but they don't think so. So we've been saying on this show for a long time that uh, this is a police state the right. united people, states today are, is a police state and people will say we're crazy i mean i'm sure that that's happening all over america as you say the united states is becoming a police state no no it is a police state okay fine um I, you know i i don't know where that point is well that's what i wanted to ask about tonight was because uh, i know where the point's been crossed for me <laughs> peaceful people are being put in cages for nonsense that's a police that's enough of a police state uh, but there are more reasons now why it's even more obvious and more in your face than uh, than ever before and but you know, my question for you uh the listen dear listener is uh, what is it that is your criteria what by what criteria would you decide that it is or has become a police state what and, is what is required for you to make that decision i think there are a couple of truisms here that need to be approached is uh, a government grows it always grows um you know i mean so we have a government and that co- government is going to continue to grow as long as it exists and then at some point it will become so ponderously large it'll crash in upon itself and oh we'll do it all over again mm. um the second thing is that a government is a uh, an organization that claims for itself the monopoly privilege and the use of violence in a given landmass that's really a, an operating definition of it and in fact if you think i'm nuts i've got a quote from uh, barack obama that says almost exactly the same thing yeah um third the the sort of the the frog in the hot water analogy now apparently it isn't true you can't just turn up the the, the heat very slowly on a frog in a pot of water and it won't jump out sounds nice though but frogs are you know they've always been used in this analogy but the the analogy is that if you turn up the heat very slowly on a frog in a pot of yeah. water as if he just wants to hang out in your pot of water um, that he will not notice the heat and at some point he will be boiled because he's never jumped out because he's never noticed the increase in heat and I guess that that you know if you take those truisms that the government government is an organization of violence that uh, it will continue to grow and that there's this kind of analogy out there this conversation in the world that uh, people don't notice incremental change. I guess for you, the listener, what is the criteria for a police state? 
have we reached it? And if we haven't reached it, what's that point? Because what, I just don't know. What's it going to take? Yeah. What what would it what would it be that would make you go, oh wow, yeah. It really is a police state. Because I don't like it when people look at me, when I say something like that, and people look at me and roll their eyes. Mm. I don't like that feeling. I don't want to be a loony. So I would like to know, please, what is the criteria by which you would judge this? And, you know, so that I can, I can, then I can know when the police state comes. So the number is 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Now, there's a website, uh, thefreemanonline.org. I don't know what it is. Uh, but uh, there's an article here which was just posted within the last two weeks by somebody who just recently has come to the conclusion that, yes, indeed, this is a police state. Okay. So let's see what it is he has to say. Because we've been saying this stuff for, for years uh, on Free Talk Live. And uh, he writes, as my regular readers know, I'm not one for hyperbole. So perhaps some are thinking that my life, my title Who's this? Uh, is ironic. This is uh, Stephen Horwitz okay. at uh, thefreemanonline.org. Says, nope, I mean it. An accumulation of events in recent months leads me to no other conclusion than we are, in fact, living in a police state in the good old U.S. of A. The list of reasons is fairly long, but we can certainly start with our favorite gropers at the TSA. Yeah, this is another thing that really annoys me is that Americans will line up shoes in hand, belts in, in box, belts in uh, tubs, and just wait to be either irradiated or scanned or padded down, um, you know, and... Well, you and I have both done it too, Mark. What I know. are you supposed to do? I don't know what you're supposed to do, but it's... It, I guess, for me, it's the advocacy of it. So many people will advocate. We must have this, oh, to, even yeah. though the TSA has never caught a terrorist yet. Even though there have been many, a myriad of situations where they have uh, embarrassed people, traumatized people, uh, and done all kinds of awful and things. And hurt them as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, wasn't there a situation where they killed somebody? About, right. And how about the one where they pulled the nipple rings out from the woman, just yanked them out? Nice. that one? Uh, in my ideal world, says Horowitz, uh, airline safety would be the responsibility of those with the most direct, uh, with the most directly to lose financially from doing it poorly. That is the airlines and the airports themselves. But even in a world where the government has taken on that responsibility, we should be protected by the Fourth Amendment against unreasonable searches. It's one thing to walk through the standard metal detector, which seems reasonable, but when we're expected to pose virtually nude in a submissive position for government agents, and when refusing to do so earns you a feel-up that would count as sexual battery in most states, that's something else entirely. If I told you 20 years ago that in 2011 this is what would happen every day to thousands of travelers, including toddlers and the handicapped at U.S. airports, you would not have believed me. And on top of everything else, it doesn't work. It's mere security theater. When residents of the United States have a legitimate fear of being sexually abused by agents of the state, when engaging in peaceful air travel, we live in a police state. And then he goes on to talk about SWAT teams as well as yeah. uh, Isn't there a SWAT points. raid in the United States every second or something like that? I mean, it's incredible. 40000 a year. Checkpoints uh, regarding your papers. We'll get to that. But I want to get to you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Are we in a police state? And if not, why not? What would it take for you to decide that you do live in a police state? Yeah, what is not your why not. I, I really want to know what is the criteria. What, you know, what needs right. to happen? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Stewart's in Georgia, listening to WFLA in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello, Stewart. Stewart, you're on Free Talk Live. At least we thought he was. Stewart going once. Stewart going twice. The toll free number for you eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So uh, he goes on to discuss, as I said, the uh, SWAT teams, and we've talked a lot about this over the years. Is how SWAT 
originally was intended to be used in like some sort of hostage situation or you know going after some crazed murderer yeah. who's holed himself up in his house bank robbers that have a you know a bunch of people in there they're they're often somebody every hour but instead it's now being used on a regular basis to go after a pot dealer the vast majority of the time it is going after people who uh you know i have possession of something that the government doesn't want them to possess we had some technical difficulties we believe Stuart is back on the line here in georgia and he's gone again bad cell phone Stuart. shame on you uh <laughs> well, team, shame. shame on verizon or uh sprint or whoever it is so uh so we'll get to the SWAT teams here. Uh number 1, the militarization of the police with no-knock raids by uh, full SWAT teams being the norm for everything from minor possession of marijuana to suspected student loan fraud. And That's true, it just happened a couple of weeks ago. Two, the Supreme Court's complicity in eviscerating the 4th Amendment and two more pieces of the police state are in place. These raids often feature what writer Radley Balco calls puppy sides. The cops shoot and kill any dogs in the house routinely, regardless of the behavior of the dogs. Of course, the cops They've shot dogs that were in cages because, wow, they were in fear for their, uh, you know, how dangerous it was. Yeah. Of course, the cops often raid the wrong house, terrifying innocent people in the middle of the night and killing their dogs as well. When residents of the United States have serious reason to fear the door being busted down in the middle of the night by armed agents of the state, despite having done nothing wrong, we live in a police state. There was that ex-Marine that, uh, you know, they they had some kind of SWAT raid on his house, and I think it was a mistake because they didn't find any drugs in his house. They shot him 60 times or something like that. The toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind to control the airwaves. 800-259-9231. What is your criteria to make the decision that you're living in a police state, if you haven't already decided that. It's Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. You can enjoy the website for free, of course, at freetalklive.com. Grab archives up. Maybe you are somebody that unfortunately only gets the show on Saturday nights on your local talk radio station. I mean, that's good. But you could have us all week. And if you've missed a moment, you can go and grab archives over at freetalklive.com. show actually airs uh, seven nights a week. So you can grab as many as you'd like, going all the way back to late 2006, all for free. At uh, freetalklive.com. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluating, and you can see it happening every day. You know that at some point in you know human history, a new currency is going to take over as the world's reserve currency, or at least you know that people will continue to use it. Wouldn't you like to be on the ground floor of that new exciting currency? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're very much like internet cash. They're free to use. Free to accept and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value has been trending upward with time. You can find out more by going to weusecoins.org. And don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins have been going up. It's weusecoins.org. So what are your criteria for determining whether or not you're living in a police state? If you don't believe it's a police state today, what would it take to convince you that it is? 
1-800-259-9231. We're sharing with you uh, something here from the freemanonline.org and, uh, let's see, Stephen Horowitz, who just recently has come to the conclusion that he is indeed living in a police state. So here's some more of his rationale, and then we'll jump into you and your thoughts. He says, then there's my experience this past week as I drove home from the airport in Syracuse, New York. The Border Patrol and the state police had set up a roadblock on the county line about 30 miles from my house and at least 20 miles as the crow flies from the border with Canada. This is not uncommon, but this time two things were different. First, both groups of officers were fully armed. Second, they were asking questions. Normally they just peer into your car and let you go. This time I was asked, where are you coming from? Were you out of the state? Where are you going? And do you have luggage in your trunk? Is this for business or pleasure? They didn't search the car, nor did they ask for ID, the latter probably because I'm white. But it does not matter. When American citizens are stopped while traveling within their own state and asked to account for their whereabouts, we live in a police state. Now, these uh, checkpoints are going on all over um, you know, the southern uh, Amer- United States and actually the and northern north. That's uh, what in, he was talking about was the northern The northern north. area just along the border. What the, the claim is by the border within patrol. Within 100 miles, actually. Yeah, by the border patrol is that any area that is within 100 miles of a border, and I want you to try to imagine this, the color of this area you know, along the United States border, the top and then the bottom. That within 100 miles, they can, you know, just stop cars randomly and ask folks or stop them all and ask folks, you know, who they are, what they're doing, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And if you consider that all these places that are, you know, coastline, I mean, you know, you could have immigrants just sneaking up on the coast. If you consider that, too, that they just expand it to that and government grows, then you've got a hundred mile swath of I mean, I'll bet you that's most of America. Well, and don't expect population wise, I should say. Right. And those things can also happen at uh, any bus station or train station. Yep. We've started to hear about TSAs just setting up on the, the side of the road. But let's go to you and your thoughts here. There's a little more on the freemanonline.org, but I want to hear from you, David, listening in Florida to WFLA. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. David in Florida. Going once. We are not having good luck with the phones this tonight. Is, are, what, the phone's broken? I don't know. I hope not. Let's talk to Marty listening in Florida, also listening to WFLA. Marty. Marty in Florida. I don't know what happened to our board operator. Well, anyway, there's a lot to uh, discuss here. 800-259-9231. I'm being told that the uh, phone callers are on the air, but I don't hear anyone. If you're there, say hello. Check the pot- potentiometer there um, on oh, your side. We're all good. There's it's something. All, it's all Somebody. Them. Who is that? What's your name? Uh, hello? <laughs> hey, who is this? Marty. Marty. Hello, Marty. What do you want to share with us tonight? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're not doing anything wrong, what do you got to worry about? Well, Are you serious? Really? Absolutely. Well, I guess I'd yeah. have this question to ask. Um, the police are throwing people in jail for using cameras to film them, right? I mean, they're in Orlando. A guy just got uh, 30 days for filming a police officer. If they're not doing anything wrong, what do they have to worry about? Well, is there a... Uh, uh statute against uh, filming police officers? Not in Florida, but um, the fact is, you know, they've got these catch-alls. Uh, you disorderly know, conduct. A, a distor- disorderly conduct. Obstruction of justice. You know, and, and these kind of things. And they, they use them for whatever they want. There are states, I, I believe it's a felony in um, Illinois, and it's, I think it might be a felony in Massachusetts, too. Maryland has a pretty strict, pr- pretty strict law. Yeah, well, don't do that. Just don't Thanks do for anything. the advice. So the, you're basically you're just saying to hell with the freedom of speech, to hell with the freedom of the press, no, right? No, 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 no. A thousand times don't. But it's like uh, they're going to pass these laws, and 
in order to unpass these laws, well, the people have to vote. Well, you know? how about wait a minute, this? Marty. I just want to make sure I'm clear on what you're saying here. You're saying that, okay, you think that maybe the news reporter shouldn't be arrested by the police and people with video cameras shouldn't be arrested by the police. But in the meantime, you're saying don't disobey, just go along to get along and then maybe vote for somebody to try to change it. Is that pretty much what you're saying? Are you still there, Marty? Marty. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Maybe the, the question was too difficult or a cell phone dropped out. I don't know. Could, could be anything. Um, you know, I always wonder about this mentality. Uh, if, the, if the blacks in the southern United States had decided to wait until their freedoms were given to them rather than using civil disobedience or something to, uh, to get it, how long would it have taken them? Is, is that justice? Um, if, you know, I mean, <laughs> there are situations where the United States government was systematically slaughtering Indians. Was that okay because it was legal? I, I mean, in Nazi Germany, it was illegal. And in, in, in the United States, it was illegal to harbor slaves, uh, fugitive slaves. And in Nazi Germany, it was illegal to harbor uh, Jews. Because these things are illegal, are they bad? Don't forget that two uh, credentialed journalists this last week in the United States in Washington, D.C., during a taxicab commission meeting were arrested. Uh, one was arrested for taking a photo, and then the other was arrested for taking video of the guy who was being arrested for taking a photo. Right. And remember that these laws that they use are vague. And they'll do whatever they want with them. So in, to some extent, it's the writing of the law. In other, in other ways, it's the enforcement of the law. Now, Dave, uh, or excuse me, Marty's call was just making excuses for the police state. Well, if you don't have anything to hide, then why do you care? Uh, but I really want to hear from somebody who doesn't think it's a police state as to what it would take for you to believe that it is a police state. What is the criteria for you uh, as far as where you would decide, okay, yes, this is a police state. Can you please explicate, enlighten me? Because I think we're already there. 800-259-9231. So here's a little bit more from the freemanonline.org about the uh, the asking for of papers. Uh, finally, a professional colleague of mine was recently on a train to Chicago with his teenage son. They're of Mexican descent, but both are American citizens. Border Patrol agents boarded the train and conducted a similar inquisition. My colleague and his son were hassled quite a bit and told they probably should keep proof of citizenship with them when they travel within the United States. When innocent if Americans, those aren't papers, I don't know what they are. That's I don't, exactly what how, that is. How would I prove my citizenship? I'm really, I, I don't know. When innocent American citizens are told they should have their papers on them, we live in a police state. Do you disagree? I wonder what Marty thinks about that. I mean, is it I would have okay? loved to have found out more of what Marty thought, but maybe you agree with Marty. Maybe you think that it's not a police state and that you know we should just shut up and go along to get along. 800-259-9231. How dare we question our benevolent politicians? 800-259-9231. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. Hey, 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves. You can also take control of our website by uh, going and getting interactive in various different ways. One of those is our bulletin board system. You can go and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners there on our forum. That's bbs.freetalklive.com to get you there. bbs.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our site, it's free. Liberty stickers. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. And you can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. Libertystickers.com. I think some of them are so witty. I just like to go through them, kind of page through and take a look at them. As a matter of fact, one of them was so good, I blew it up into a 4 by 8 sign and put it out in front of my yard. LibertyStickers.com. All right. So the toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231. A question on the table, though you can bring up whatever you'd like. Uh, The question on the table is, what would it take for you, if you don't think we live in a police state today, for you to come to believe that you do? Simple question, but maybe something you've never really thought about too hard before. Maybe because you've been lucky. And uh, you live in a part of the country where you haven't experienced these roving checkpoints where uh, you haven't been pulled over while on a, a bus or a train or something like that by, say, the TSA or the Border Patrol and, uh, and talked to and been demanded of your papers and so on and so forth. Maybe you just haven't experienced those things and it doesn't – or for whatever reason, maybe you liked that sort Yeah, maybe, of thing. maybe it makes you feel better. But one must consider that there are opportunity costs to everything. First off, you need to pay people that rummage through folks' uh, you know, lives. You need to – I mean, so that costs a lot of money. You never seen a government bureaucrat that uh, doesn't have a giant pension. Um, you know, m- many of them will be seventy-five dollars. I, I saw that there were what tens of thousands of government employees that make more than governors. I can't remember how much uh, what the statistics were, but just a lot of employees that make more than hundred a hundred thousand dollars a year that work for the federal government. And you know, state and local employees don't make nearly as much. Any price mark to keep us safe, right? So it doesn't matter how much they get paid, but don't forget that. But, you know, I mean, people are trying to get where they're going, and it takes them more time. So uh, 800-259-9231, what are your criteria? Do you have them? Do you, uh, do you, have you ever really thought about whether or not you're living in a police state? Let's talk to Larry, listening in Indiana to WGBF in El- Evansville. Hello, Larry. Yes, hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I was calling because uh, if you had asked me this question about six months ago, I would have said probably, no, we don't live in a police state until I was actually involved with the situation with police. What happened? What changed for you? Uh, well, I was uh, actually shopping at a major retailer, which I won't name, and uh, as I was leaving, I was uh, walking back to my car, and before I even got halfway to my car, I was surrounded by three police cars, uh, a total of about five officers, and I uh, was placed under arrest for allegedly stealing from the store. Uh, they charged me with $400 in theft and took me to jail. Now, what would make them think you were stealing from the store, were you? Well, um, the claim they had was that my car matched the description of one the store had reported to them previously. How far previously? Uh, They didn't say. Okay. Now, there's a common police trick, and, um, you know, people, they use this all the time, that if, if they'll stop you on, say, on the side of the road as a pedestrian or something, walking in a residential neighborhood, they'll say, there's been a robbery reported in this neighborhood, or a burglary reported in the neighborhood, so I'm going to have to, you know, shake you down, ask you some questions, that kind of thing. So, if they didn't tell you when, it kind of bugs me. Right. Um, well, to finish the story, they had uh, pulled me over, or they had stopped me, placed me in the back of the car, and of their car, before I even got to mine. And of course, you know, then they start looking at my car after they had cleared out my pockets for me, 
and uh, they used. I I work on the road, so I had uh, my laptop and some cameras and things in the car that I use. Um, and they used that as a reason to search my car because I guess the items that I had supposedly stolen were electronic. Mm. Um, they did not find anything on me that night on my person that I had supposedly stolen because that's why they said they stopped me because the store had called and said that the person was in the store again and had stolen something else. They didn't find anything on me. I hadn't been in my car previously. Um, I spent the night in jail. The next morning when they woke me up, I had the detective who was allegedly working the previous cases come in, charge me with two more counts. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, I ended up making bond that, that morning, and uh, my first court date, I go in after I had hired an attorney, and uh, the police officer went before my attorney, myself, and the uh, prosecutor and told them that, Indeed, I had stolen everything that they had said, that they had found multiple items in my car matching the description of those items, and that, that he had, in fact, himself reviewed the tapes from the store and found that I was the person they were looking for. So we went ahead, and uh, my lawyer pressed forward with it. We got some time to go through and review the tapes ourselves, and after reviewing them with my lawyer, found that Yes, I had been in the store, but there was absolutely nothing that um, had shown that I had actually taken anything. Uh, and what about the claim of the items in your trunk? Uh, they had seized all of that. Um, I had I provided my lawyer with all the receipts for those items. Wow, you had the receipts? Yeah, I, well, like I said, they weren't all that old, and when you buy things online, you can still pull up receipts for I see. Oh, oh, I see. Know, okay. a couple of years out, so... Um, I provided all that to my lawyer. Um, the attorney or the uh, prosecutor agreed to return the items that I had receipts for. Uh, they still refused to drop the charges. Hmm. Um, so what happened? Despite, despite the fact that you know they had no real proof other than the security camera, which didn't show anything definitive. Um, hmm. Finally, they end up at the last court date. Um, like I said, we started up with four hundred dollars worth of stolen items. Um, the store kept pressing and ended up with a total of about almost $1,900 worth of items that they had claimed. Um, my attorney managed to talk them down to dropping all but one of the charges and basically doing a probation situation where I paid back what I had allegedly stolen and was on, on probation for the next two years as a result of it. So you had all you this took evidence? took a plea deal? What's that? You took a plea deal when you had evidence you hadn't stolen them, these items? After talking to my attorney, we he said that it was basically the security camera and the store and the police versus what I said. Mm -hmm. And although the security camera didn't show that I did take it, he said from the angles that were available that you also couldn't say that when my back was to the camera that I hadn't stuck it in my pocket. But and you had receipts? For the items they found, yes, in my but, car. But not all of the items they found? Uh, there were a couple of items, but they were all older items. Uh -huh. like things hadn't been sold in three, four years. And they were claiming that you had stolen those from the store? No, they, had, they were claiming that I had stolen other items similar to that from the store. Wow, this seems, uh, like, a were, real, they, seems like a real stretch on, on their part. Yeah, yeah. But it, you, it was. You, your lawyer said that he didn't think that he could... Uh, he could 
exonerate well, you on this? The problem was they were charging two felony counts and one misdemeanor count. So as a result of that, it was either accept the misdemeanor plea deal and go with probation and, you know, basically stay out of trouble for the next two years, which, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Which not isn't that hard. Or to right. pay another $10,000 in l- lawyer's fees to try to fight it all. And try to fight it all and still risk Man. the chance of being convicted of two felonies in one right. okay. I so, don't trust juries, frankly. <laughs> it seems to me, like, what you're describing to me, I mean, c- clearly it's police just going, I think, overboard on their investigation. I mean, obviously, obviously I haven't seen the videos. And thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you uh, at 800-259-9231. It's not one of the more stereotypical, uh, I guess, examples of the, the police state. I mean, you could say the police were just doing their job in that case of uh, investigating an alleged, uh, maybe they're doing a poor job of it, but investigating an alleged uh, shoplifter. I think that that's more talking about the uh, the brokenness of the judicial system. But what I the really, way- yeah, what I hear is that that's the system is how that, that's how the system works, right? They, they hit you up with a bunch of charges, in this case, a couple felonies and a misdemeanor. They then come to you, you lawyer up, you pay thousands of dollars to lawyer up, so the lawyer's already made a bunch of money. The system then says, you know, we don't want to work and actually have to get a conviction, so we'll go ahead and offer you this plea deal. The lawyer says, oh, you're really, it's tough, looks tough there, buddy. Uh, we're going to have to take this plea deal because the lawyer doesn't work, want to work, you know, he doesn't want to work either. He's already made a bunch of money on the case. And so everybody, you know, makes it go away with a violation plea bargain or something like that, and this guy ends up having to pay back money that he allegedly I never stole. Falls into the the police state category. There's more coming up here at 800-259-9231. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated. So send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash your family today. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, can bring up what you'd like at 800-259-9231. But I'm most interested in hearing tonight is from somebody who doesn't think this is a police state and what your criteria are as far as what it would take for you to believe that it is. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. What has to be going on in the United States uh, that's police statish for you to believe that this is a police state? Yeah. And also, I want to let you know that you can promote Free Talk Live by going to promote.freetalklive.com, where you can get everything from a free bumper sticker to flyers, which you can print out, or graphics, web banners, etc. Different uh, things to help you get the word out about Free Talk Live in your community or online. And you can go to promote.freetalklive.com to do that. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Good way to support the show as we continue with you and your thoughts. And ladies, come first. So let's talk to Hazel, listening in Virginia to WSVG. Hazel, you're on Free Talk Live in Mount Jackson. Well, thank you. Hey, what's on your mind I'm tonight? enjoying listening to you, but I think this situ- this thing of being a police state is, is played up a little bit. I know that we have, have lost a lot of our freedoms, mm-hmm. and I'm in the Tea Party in Virginia. I'm working hard to get rid of this president we have, Obama, because he's trashed our Constitution. You don't he think the Constitution was trashed before Obama? Oh, yes, but he's done oh. it worse. Okay, okay. He doesn't. He said it was a flawed piece of paper. Well, that's I've attributed to, of, uh, I think, George Bush as well, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think George, George Bush said Bush that it, never said it was a flawed piece of paper. He said it was a GD piece of paper. Yeah. Um, he used the, uh, the expletive, uh, gosh darned, piece of paper. 
Uh-huh. Well, but anyway, and he, he trashes us in it with our friends. He goes around apologizing for this country, and I'm so, really upset about I this. I get that you're upset about uh, Barack Obama, but I'm curious. Do you think it is a police state today? Well, I think that uh, – not totally, but it's becoming a police state. So what state. would it be that would take – When our religious freedoms are taken away from us, we can't even pray in public now. Well, that's not – I don't well, think that's we're, children, we're in public. Sir, our children can't even say a prayer in school. Well, I, I, I guess my question there would be, um, you know, I mean, that's a, a sort of a public school situation. You mean, and, like, you mean like out loud as the whole class? Because you could say a prayer any old time you want to, quietly to yourself. I don't see why that would be a problem. But I agree with you. There was an incident recently where some folks were trying to read the Bible outside of the DMV. I think it was in California. And they were arrested for that. So there's no of doubt course. that there's a crackdown on, uh, on yeah. freedom of religion. So are you saying that that's what it would take for you to decide that it's a police state as a crackdown? It already is. I'm not saying that. It's already happening. Look what they did to okay, Roy so, Moore. So you do believe even let him keep state. the Ten Commandments in the courthouse. Well, that's a government uh, office. I mean, one could argue that there should be a separation of uh, church and state. I mean, how do you feel about that? I do. I, I disagree with that. I, I don't believe that the uh, state should uh, uh, order uh, a religion for us to go by. But well, that's George not a Washington that's a... and our forefathers gave God credit for the oh, the, do you, do you think that Rastafarians should be able to smoke uh, marijuana to uh, celebrate their belief in God? No, I do not. Whoa, okay. well, why not? I thought you were for freedom of religion. I am for freedom of religion, but not smoking a pot narcotics. <gasps> I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> so you I've never used it in my religion, life. You, you don't believe in freedom of religion because the Rastafarians believe that this is a sacred act. I believe in Freedom of religion, sir, but I don't believe... You only mean it's your... You only believe in freedom for your religion, though. No, sir. I think that Christians should be allowed to read the Bible in school. I read it when I was a child. Should, should a Muslim be allowed to read the Quran in school? Of course, if they want to read it, okay. but there's... Their religion shouldn't be taught in school like it's being taught now. Should. So should Christianity be taught in school? No. Okay. okay. All right. Well, at least you're consistent on that. So then in that case, you would agree that if the Ten Commandments were to be allowed in a courthouse, that uh, some sort of uh, Muslim document should also be allowed there. Hello? Hazel? I think we lost her. 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to uh, Joyce in Florida, listening in our hometown of Sarasota. Joyce, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WSRQ. Thank you very much for taking my call. Sure. The important thing here is that I've been watching the police state for multiple, multiple years. So you, be, you believe I moved that down, oh, Yeah, when I go over to my mother's the first night I came down here when my husband passed away, I just, you know, widowed one week. And uh, the next thing, you know, I came down here to this house because we had bought it. And by gum, they had three policemen in the house and the trunks open. My Doberman was put in one car, one van and the they other two cars. They got the dog out, and then they proceeded to fill their trunks with my stuff. Oh, man. I asked them what they were doing after the third time around the block trying to figure out what they were doing. And somebody called in anonymously. Down here, you can call in anonymously. You're yeah. Baker acted. You're taken out of your home. Their law is you don't see a judge. You never get to see a judge. The bank called in on me. A hospital called in on me. Um... Friendship Center called so in on me. So they Baker acted you, which is by, for people that don't know. Well, they didn't get that far. They didn't get that they far. Didn't. Why? 
No, because I had people helping me. Oh, that's good. My daughter came down here a year ago, January, and she people said, Mom, you're having gonna people she makes said, a difference. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And I want to thank you for the she call. She had to come tonight, down Chase. from. Thank you at 800-259-9231. Having people is what really makes a difference. I mean, when it comes to the, the government folks aggressing against you, if you've got people on your side who are going to come to court and support you or going to actually come out maybe while the arrest happens, that increases the chance that they're going to behave a little bit more. Because having people means you might have people with video cameras, and if people are around with video cameras, then there's a, you know, a greater chance the police will behave. But sometimes video cameras set them off, and they uh, they arrest the people with the video cameras, which is what's it been happening. Happens. Uh, which is what's been happening a lot recently within the last few years. And just within the last week, a handful of folks, uh, journalists and independent journalists as well, independent videographers, been arresting uh, or have been arrested by the police in various different places across the country. And it's just absolutely outrageous. And it seems clear evidence it's a police state. She obviously believes it is. What about you? 800-259-9231. If you don't think it's a police state, what are your criteria? Because the lady before her, Hazel, seemed a little confused. Like on one hand, she said she didn't quite think it was getting to a police state. And then when we asked her some more questions, it sounded like she agreed that it was a police state. So uh, there has to be somebody out there that maybe there isn't, Mark. Maybe maybe this is a bad topic these days because we used to – maybe we'll ask this like once a year just to kind of uh, get a pulse for what well, people think. Marty, who called in, didn't seem to think it was a police state. He, he, his opinion was sort of, well, if you don't like what's going on, just just get with the program. Actually, I think Marty might be back. Let's Excellent. see if we can bring Marty back here, uh, if he's still with us. Marty in Florida, listening to WFLA. And I am. Okay, okay Marty, good. Good. We lost your call hey. earlier, and, and apologies for that. It's probably a phone network issue. But uh, hey, so your can last you answer caller the question? Was like, Go ahead. Well, what? can you answer the question about do you believe it's a police state, and if uh, if not, what would it take for you to believe that it is? Yeah. You know, not totally, you know, but, uh, you know, I've had some experiences in the, uh, uh, there, there's a little bit too much and a little bit too little, you know, hmm. uh, you well, know, what's too little, you know, when I'm going through the, uh, 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 TSA lines, it's obvious, uh, who you should be looking at. Come on. You know, so it's what you're saying is that uh, law enforcement should profile people like Mexicans and um, yeah, you know, and, and I'm not Arabs. Saying- I'm not saying profile, but, you know, come on. I had a friend. Well, I mean, you you can use whatever terminology you want. I had a friend. His name was Ali El-Hajj, and he was pretty clearly Arab. Right. And we went on um, and this was post 9-11 and we'd go we had to go on a series of airline flights together. And, well, it's really strange. He always got that SSSS screening um, and I didn't. And I, you know, I think that this, um, you know, this this sort of profiling does go on, and you know, Ali took it just sort of as uh, as a matter of course. But can you imagine yeah. what it must be like, Marty, to be just your sort of average, you know, just your average American who happens to be brown and <clears throat> happens to have an Arab name, and what it must be like? Well, yeah, because uh, I w- I was coming back from uh, Rome last year. And uh, uh, got a girlfriend. She's got a Guatemalan passport, right? Mm-hmm. She must and be a criminal. We missed. We we missed four flights. Yeah, you know. Wow. Whatever. Yeah, four flights. So that bo- that bothers you, right? right? So Marty, if 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 you've got nothing to hide, then what's the problem? Does it does it bother me? You know, kinda. You know. Don't and, you want to be treated equally under the law? 
Yeah, but if they if they suspect something, you know. Why should they look at them? But it's you their know? job to suspect people, right? I mean, like they suspect, you know, the, that, suspected that, your girlfriend, right? They they suspected that eighty year old woman that they uh, pulled her diaper right. off in uh, in line. Apparently, yeah. they suspected her for something that was just this Absolutely. last week. Thanks for the call tonight. Yeah. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Now, interesting. Marty's been the biggest defender thus far of kind of the status quo, calling originally to say, "Well, if you don't if you don't have anything to hide, then what's the big deal?" And then kind of changing his tune when he actually admitted that he thought it was becoming a police state. So. So, so far, no one has really said this is not a police state. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 next. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Live. We're launching into the second hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. The number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site there totally free, so enjoy those. In fact, you get to control the content of the site, submit different news items or YouTube videos or blog posts or whatever you want from around the Internet. Submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. And then people vote as to whether or not they like or dislike uh, the different things that have been submitted and the most liked make it to the front page of the site at freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight is Ian. And Mark. And we're going to get right back here uh, into your phone calls. I believe we've got Andrew on the line in New Hampshire. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. And- greetings. Hey. greetings, gentlemen. Hey, um, I just wanted to talk about a uh, disturbing uh, case out of uh, Fall River, Massachusetts, that involves the uh, public pool in Fall River, which is run by the Department of Conservation and Recreation. And they apparently um, missed a uh, woman who had died in the pool on a Sunday, and it wasn't discovered until uh, some use broke into the pool at night on early Tuesday morning and found the uh, body floating in the pool. So wait, the suggestion is that on Monday people were using the pool and no one noticed the dead body? Uh, On Monday, well actually it was was two days, so yeah, um, Monday and Tuesday because they found it early, I think Wednesday morning, so basically for two days the, uh, the body was in the pool. And um, how the hell does that happen? <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> well, it, it's actually uh, it's fairly easy to happen when the pool itself was cloudy. They actually had uh, health inspectors those two days that the woman was in the pool um, had noted on their inspections that the uh, the pool um, was cloudy. They had done the uh, state. Um, so she was uh, at the bottom tablet. of the pool. Um, yeah, actually, they couldn't see. Um, they did tests and found that um, a person um, wouldn't be able to see an object lower than three and a half to four feet. Um, which why wasn't the body floating? Don't bodies normally float? 
Bodies don't bodies don't float in the uh, typically don't float until after two days um, when the um, gases and everything expand inside the body. It doesn't seem to be a good sign if a pool is cloudy. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. Yeah, before. that's disturbing. Uh, what does that mean? Why, why would the pool be cloudy? Do you know? Um, Reasons that the pool can be cloudy. I, I used to work as a lifeguard at Water Country, a, uh, a water park in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And, I mean, some reasons would be just the um, content of the water has um, particulate matter. Also, if you have people with sunscreen, it can cause a reaction uh, if certain chemicals are used <laughs> in the water, um, which requires that the water, you know, be filtered. And um, Seems like a good idea, filtering water. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know about the technical aspect of keeping water clean, but just that so, if you're a lifeguard uh, and they're trained that well, if you can't see the bottom of the pool, then you have a serious problem because well, you don't know if <laughs> right. So is the suggestion here that um, that you know we are in a police state, but police states are bad because the government is a really poor organization to I don't know handle if he was anything. Calling to answer the police state question, uh, you can call about anything you want. That's true. I'm just asking. Um. Well, <laughs> but, what do you? What conclusion have you drawn from uh, these the, the public pool in Massachusetts, where a woman has laid dead at the bottom of the pool for two days because it was so poorly uh, cared for? Well, what I would draw from that is from top top down um, at that pool, they didn't care about um, the people in the pool. They either were not um, adequately trained to know um, the a state law that requires that you know you be able to see a uh, six-inch disc. Whether there um, be a state, it would seem to me that whether there's a state law or not, uh, if you can't see down th- through uh, the pool's water, that it's it's time to shut that thing down until that problem is solved. Right, and and the state law is there, like any you know good um, uh, rule to you know basically to show the uh, people who are supposed to be running the pools that, hey, by the way, uh, it's a good idea that your lifeguards be able to see the bottom of the pool. Thanks, Andrew, um, for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Just uh, incompetence. And, of course, nobody is held responsible. None of those lifeguards or whoever it is that's there to to take care of that pool, whether it's an engineer or whoever does that stuff, uh, none of them will be held responsible for this. Maybe a memo will go out, but that's about it. You know, um, you think about this, and I would imagine that uh, a private organization is going to do a better job than a than a government organization. Because how many of the people at this uh, government pool are going to lose their job over this? I doubt very many. Just guessing. But, uh, you know, I, I never saw Adventure Islands in, in uh, Tampa, Florida. With, with cloudy water. With cloudy, gross water. Let's and, I mean, you know there's kids peeing all over in that stuff. <laughs> right. Let's talk to Jeannie listening in... In Clearwater to WFLA. Jeannie, you're on Free Talk Live. No, I'm not in Clearwater. I'm in Dunedin, but it's next door to Clearwater. Well, I apologize. Our board got that wrong. Go ahead with your thoughts. It's a much nicer place place than Clearwater. I wouldn't live in Clearwater or Tampa or St. Peter's. Go ahead with your thoughts, Jeannie. Thank you. Well, I'm kind of one way and the other. I have a son. who He's never been a policeman out on the street, but he is a a parole officer. Mm Mm-hmm. In California, and um, they are so lax there. He was originally working in San Francisco, and he wasn't even allowed. You weren't allowed to arrest an illegal alien in San Francisco. I think it's one of those uh, sanctuary cities or something like that, right? 
Yes, it is. So he find, he's very, very, um, he's not liberal. You know, he's very much the other way. I bet he feels kind of out of place, felt out of, kind of out he's of place in San Francisco. San, he's not in San Francisco now. Right, I, that's what I was saying, he's out of place, yeah. He went to Napa. He's still a parole officer for the state. Okay. He makes really good money, but he has a lot of responsibility. But out there, this is what they do um, when the parolees don't come in like they're supposed to. His duty is to go out and find them and bring them in. And, of course, you have to take them back to jail, usually. But what they do in Florida, one man goes out alone. Out there, he and his partner and two policemen go out, the four of them. And the police go in first. That's a a lot of cops. It is. Well, you know, they don't know what they're going to get into because this was in the city when they did this. There are a lot of drugs in any big city. If you've ever lived in one, you know that. A lot of people are just pot smokers, so you really don't have anything to worry about with that. I'm not worried about that at all. If you've ever known a pot smoker, I've never seen one that was violent. Yep, exactly right. So what else did you want to share So how do you feel about (laughs) it? I mean, do you think there's a police state out there? That's kind of the question we've been asking a lot of folks tonight. I didn't think so until I heard that man talk about being arrested and told he had stolen all that stuff. Where was he falling from? Oh, boy. You know, I'd have to go back to my call uh, call screening list to figure that out, and that would take too much time. But it doesn't matter. These things can happen anywhere. Uh, we we're talking about the SWAT team raids. They happen 40,000 per year across the entire country. There's no what? reason why tonight a SWAT team won't kick in your front door and kill your dog and possibly kill, you know, kill one of your family members. What do you mean, SWAT team? The SWAT team? Are you not familiar with the SWAT team? I know what a SWAT team is, but why would they kick in my door? Ah, see, this is what you don't, you haven't heard. Uh, the SWAT teams will frequently make mistakes. And, because governments tend to make mistakes. Right, because governments are incompetent and they don't have the correct incentives to do things right. So, so they get the wrong address? Yeah, they that's get right. The wrong they address. get the wrong address. Or right. they'll get the right address, but they go to the wrong house at the right, the right address or whatever. They mix something up, they go to the wrong sure. floor. Imagine if it's your next door neighbor who's uh, you know cooking meth or whatever, and then they decide, or, or they just heard that your next door neighbor was cooking meth, and they come to your, your door. It's not like they knock and say, excuse me, is there a meth lab in your bathroom? They... they they kick the door open. Uh, they use one of these sledgehammer things. They come in with eight guys. They, uh, they're, they're told that officer safety is the highest priority, which means that if anything, like your parakeet might fly at them, they're oh, yeah. going to gun it down with uh, – yeah. I think that there was – this one guy got shot. Uh, I think it was two weeks, or got shot at two weeks ago. Was it sixty shots, and none of them, none of them hit the dude? It was more than two weeks, but yeah, yeah. It's it's an incredible story. So the parakeet should be fine, but God knows where all those bullets are going to go. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the guy that was shot seventy one times. No, there what? was another story. Oh, okay, there's so many damn stories. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Is it a police state? And if you don't think it is, specifically when you hear from somebody that doesn't think this is a police state. I'm amazed, Mark, that no one has called to take that position. Maybe Americans overwhelmingly have come to this conclusion that it is a police state or it's darn well close. It's Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. (laughs) 
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. This Saturday evening, we are here to take your calls about whatever you want. Uh, Though the topic at hand, if you would like to uh, comment on that specifically, is the police state. And on Free Talk Live, we've been talking about this country, the United States, so-called, being a police state for many years on this program. Uh, For me, as as soon as anybody who's peaceful is uh, put into a cage for some nonsensical reason, like having a plant in their pocket, you're living in a police state uh, where things are, if things are prohibited that are not harmful, uh, you know, that that are not harmful to others, like you're not bombing somebody or you're not hurting somebody, if you actually just possessing something isn't harming Hurting or stealing from them. Right. Uh, Or, you know, engaging in fraud. Uh, if these things are uh, if these things are prohibited, just having something that's that seems like a police state to me. But it's gone much further than that now because the, the war on drugs was kind of like the first inroad into the police state, and then the next inroad was this war on terrorism, which is even more diffused than the war on drugs. At least both of the them have on... eroded the Fourth Amendment to now that at the point that it's just almost entirely useless. And they've eroded, yeah, that for the, not just the Fourth Amendment, but in other cases, uh, some other freedoms. And uh, we're seeing people stopped on the road. We're seeing the TSA spread out from the airports and. Uh, and hit bus stations and train stations. Uh, you've got roving checkpoints. You've got stationary checkpoints. You've got all kinds of. Now that I think the state of Texas was looking at having just show us your papers checkpoints instead of using the excuse of having like a DOI checkpoint. I mean, there's all kinds of checkpoints. There are more checkpoints than we can even talk about now. Yeah, I, th- I find checkpoints disturbing when they're when they're stopping you in traveling, whether it's uh, you know whatever form of locomotion you're using, and just asking you sort of randomly for your stuff. If you don't have the freedom to move along roads that you're required to pay mm-hmm. for then i i think that that's that's what it fits for me the the it, it it's not the uniform and it's not the accent it's the show us your papers yeah that's that's like a real uh, heads up should be a red alert for anybody that's been in a situation like that now we're going to continue here with your thoughts and your calls on this at 800-259-9231 but first you can't buy uh, you can't watch uh, radio watch television or listen to radio uh, without hearing gold ads um, they're all over the place and i don't think i think it's a great idea to buy gold and silver right now I think that they're uh, they're moving they're trending upward and and I suspect you'll they're a pretty good place to store your mother money as uh, whether it's a hedge against inflation or your mother. <laughs> I actually get some gold for your mom too. Talked to my mom today about getting gold and I suspect that's where that came from. Or silver, silver's easier to get your hands on. That's true, but um, it, as as the case may be, if you don't check where you're buying it from, you could violate the first rule of investment, which is buy low, sell high. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. You might could also get some bunk. It if could you, happen. If you're not I'd, buying from a legitimate dealer that's yeah. been around and has a reputation, I'd, I'd question the quality. Uh, I think that if they're advertising on the TV, they're probably pretty good. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I would agree with you. You, you need. I mean, these. That's that's. I suppose that's a true statement, but it's. Uh, probably more likely that you'll just pay too much. And before you buy gold anywhere, go to gold.freetalklive.com. Comparison shop there because we have some uh, great hand-picked gold and silver pieces that I have chosen to be easy to compare. Comparison shop. It's gold.freetalklive.com. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. 800-259-9231. To Joe, listening in Florida to WFLA. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, how you doing? Hey, great, Joe. What's on your mind? Well, you know, I'm trying to to listen to some of these people about our Fourth Amendment, which is just about gone, like you said. So is our second. They're taking away the guns. Our first is just about depleted. Yeah, we're in a police state. There's not even a question about it. That's why I don't hear any of your listeners saying we're not. 
It's amazing. A few years ago, we would have had call after call of people with the old, oh, you've got nothing to hide, then what's the big deal? It was a lot more of those a long time ago, don't you think? A lot of them. Yeah. This is the United States of America. We, we were raised, I don't know, I was raised, this is the land of the free, the home of the brave. There's nothing free. You can't go down the street now and somebody will, the police, for any reason, and they had the catch-all interfering with their investigation or yeah. any kind of a catch-all phrase, they'll stop you, they'll search you, they want your papers. For what reason? This country was based on freedom. We lost it. It's gone. Uh, unfortunately, you know, terrorists, well, they're around. They've been around forever. They've been what, around what could be people. done, since this your position is pretty much our, you know, similar to ours, what could be yeah. done to change it? If you believe that uh, those freedoms have been lost, do you believe it's well, possible it, to regain yeah. them? The only thing that you can do is get people to stand up, and then people are afraid. You know, you, you're talking, we're in a police state, so you, the fear, the government has placed the fear in the people. The people can't stand up. I mean, I do. I, I'm one of these these uh, people who stand up to the police. I don't take their guff. I've been arrested, but I've never been convicted of anything ridiculous because mm-hmm. I stand up. I, I've actually had a lawyer once, and I was convicted of a crime, a misdemeanor crime. After that, I've never gotten a lawyer because they're on the same side. That's right. The, the, the lawyers, lawyers those that don't believe that, the lawyers actually have to swear an oath of allegiance to the court system. Exactly. So they work with them, doesn't it? You stand up for your rights. If you know your Constitution, and if you are an American, a true American, you go in anywhere and you stand up for your rights and you stand on your ground. The government then backs down. In many cases, they do, and not always, but uh, but in many cases, over time, if you make enough stands with enough people, they will back down. That's true. If you have the the chutzpah, the guts to stand up and say, this is what we're doing, I'm right, you guys are wrong, and, and if you are right, and like the, one of your gentlemen said, if you're not to fear, well, you don't have to have anything to fear. You're born in this country. If I was if I was in Nazi Germany in the time of the war, give me your papers, and that was what it was then. It's not that now. We, we fought the war to get away from that. We went right back to it. It's get, yeah, it is, and, and it's, it's, it's getting worse over time. I think you know, you've shared some good thoughts, and I thank you, Joe, for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. I and this does bear the question. Uh, you'll, you'll be told over and over again, our boys in green, are the military men and women of this country are fighting for your freedom. And I, I, I question whether that's no. true. If, no. if they were fighting for our freedoms, been a lot, there has been a lot of fighting going on. They'd be arresting Should, politicians. Right. <laughs> that's what they'd be doing. Yeah, the, the, because the, the politicians are the, are the people that are enabling the rest of the system to take away uh, f- folks' freedoms, to run roughshod over liberty. And, of course, they all could stop it. Like, all the police could put a stop to it by using their discretion. They could look to the politicians' laws and they could say, I'm sorry, we're here to keep the peace. We're not going to uh, enforce these laws. These are clearly bad laws. These laws would violate our people's freedoms and we're not going to enforce them. But no, no, they instead use the excuse of, well, I signed on to take this job and I will do exactly as I am told, no matter how I feel about it. Even though in the process, when they took the job, they signed, they, they, excuse me, they, they swore an oath to the Constitution. That that oath doesn't seem to mean anything. I mean, the idea yeah. that a police officer is going to arrest somebody for taking pose- a video, for taking a video, or possessing a weapon when uh, cur- clearly the the Second Amendment says that uh, it's the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says it shall not be infringed. 
Yeah, well, Mark, I mean, clearly you, your interpretation doesn't matter. Apparently does it? it doesn't. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I thought the Constitution was written in a fashion so that uh, people could read it and plainly and clearly understand it. But apparently we need, uh, you know, nine people in black robes to to administer this and tell us exactly what shall not be infringed means. So I, I think that what Joe had to say is interesting because there's this position that sort of the, the, the defenders of the status quo will take uh, to suggest that freedom isn't free and they usually use that uh, cliche to back up the u.s military and like well well, you need the military there because freedom isn't free but the reality of that statement is freedom isn't free because it is risky in order to be free you have to do something like stand up as joe was saying you have to refuse to take a plea deal you have to uh, stand for liberty you have to speak out you have to record the police you have to stand up for other people's liberty it's not free to have freedom it takes effort but to just think that you can just pay taxes and have the military keep you free clear Clearly, that's not working. It's Free Talk Live. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources and a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features. They're free. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Just go to shrine.freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy the average eighth grader could learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com and download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tactics newsletters. Use their free legal dictionary, watch their free videos, then buy the course. Jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use the pull-down menu when you check out to let them know you heard it at Free Talk Live jurisdictionary.com. By the way, I want to welcome our brand newest affiliate. Uh, we've got WILM on board, 1450 WILM in Wilmington, Delaware, which is a great uh, clear channel station down there. So welcome aboard to all of our listeners in Wilmington. And I think our signal actually cuts into the Philly area. So welcome to, it's a, it's a pretty populated metro up that way. So yeah. welcome aboard to everybody in that area listening to WILM at 800-259-9231. As you probably have already noticed, Free Talk Live isn't exactly like the rest of those talk radio shows. It's not exactly a conservative or progressive show, and, well, you'll find out, I guess, why we're a little bit different over time. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Well, we are talking about the police state here tonight. It's been a long-time position on this program that the U.S. is uh, a police state, and more and more people are figuring it out because, uh, well, as the police state expands, as it inevitably will do, it will be uh, be touching, shall we say, more of uh, your lives. 
more of your family's lives and your friends and your coworkers' lives. And so even if it doesn't touch you personally anytime soon, there's a chance that it will, uh, it will affect somebody that you know. Somebody you know is likely to uh, go to jail for some nonsense at some point, whether it be having a plant in their pocket or not having their identification card in their pocket. A few of our friends were arrested here in New Hampshire a few weeks ago in Manchester at a protest out in front of Manchester Police Department to protest the police violence. Uh, they were arrested, violently arrested by uh, these police for not having an ID card on them. I mean, that was it. That's the reason for arrest. Others, Stepping outside in America without some kind of ID on you. Right. Others, uh, journalists, you know, actual credentialed journalists in D.C. arrested just about a week ago at a taxicab commission meeting for taking a picture of what was ostensibly a public meeting. Somebody here in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, arrested uh, just this week for using a video camera in a public court lobby. I mean, it's just all over the place. People are being arrested for things that they shouldn't be touched for in a, in a supposed free country with freedom of speech and freedom of the press and so on and so forth. Clearly, all that constitutional stuff means nothing to these government folks. 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to Brian listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Brian. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I want to tell you, first off, I think it's really cool that you guys do uh, have these opinions and you do put it out there because uh, I think it takes both sides to, to speak their mind to keep, you know, so that we, we can meet somewhere in the middle. Now, by both sides, uh, you mean those in favor of freedom and those who are in favor of the state and, and the violent well, monopoly? I, I, th- I think people, not in, you know, not in that sense. I think the people have their opinions on certain things. You know, see, I don't, I don't feel we're anywhere near a police state. Oh, really? You know, just, so just, what would just it take? By the, well, just by the just by the fact that the uh, Mexicans are coming in here every single day, just that that just shows that they're coming here for a better life and a better way. If they were being, if it was a police state and they were absolutely jailed and thrown in jail and, and you know without opportunity, without the things that they have, the opportunities that they have in this country that are presented to them in this country. And they're so much better than the country that they came from. I see what you're saying. Then, you're saying that the the U- U.S. is less of a police state than the country from which they're, uh, you know, they're whence they are come uh, coming. So, but what, what are your criteria? To, what would make you believe this is a police state? Well, I know, I know that. Well, obviously, if if it was, like I said, you know, let me let me finish some of these thoughts. I, I, I'm not going to. There's a million different things you could say would be a police state. I mean, if Pick you one. know, Pick two. Uh, what are two keystone things, some hallmarks of the police state that would make it so you, Brian? Do they have to wear jackboots? Come on, Mark. I, okay, don't joke I around. Mean, I wanna, they, I'm serious. In, if, they came in, took your, if they came in and took your weapons out of your – you came in and took your – you know, if you were, had, if were a very peaceful person and you had no record, no problems, and they came in and took your, your hunting guns and your, your weapons okay. that you had. Pause for one moment. That's, that's a real good one. That's a good indicator of a police state. So let me bring you back oh, about five years now, I think, five, six years ago to uh, Hurricane Katrina, the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, where they were going around house to house taking guns from peaceful people, including video footage of an old lady actually being uh, attacked by the police using military uh, people yeah. right here in the united states to go right, around house which, to house which basically which basically almost had to become a military state due to the looting and the problems that the, so that hold, the on, people hold, hold on the, the question minute. isn't whether or not we need a police state the question is whether or not we have a police well, hold state. on now are you making excuses because you just said it would be a police state if people were having their hunting rifles etc taken from them and i gave you an example of that happening actually as many as five years ago in this country Was it, it didn't happen after that uh, uh, that hurricane, uh, excuse me, the tornado that ha- happened, I think it was in Missouri. Kentucky not the, or something like that. Not a few the years most after recent that. one. Yeah. Uh, guys, so- guys as, as a whole, as a whole, you have to say that this country 
prescribes to a to a philosophy that that everybody tries to, to you know the one has their own freedoms and we try to our best to do that. It's, no, uh, I don't even know. That I don't believe that's true. If, if wait, there I don't understand it. Well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. You made a positive statement, and I want to uh, to 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 um, you know say something to that. The, in fact, uh, when you check the the lists of freest countries in the world, and there are several of them out there, the United States appears to be trending downward. That there are countries that are moving upward. China, as a matter of fact, is moving upward, um, and there are you know the United States is trending downward. You can't, you can't compare us to China. Are you are you kidding me? They, they uh, the Heritage Foundation. Else. Have you ever heard of them? They did that, uh, and also the uh, let's see the Free the World Foundation. So the Heritage Foundation is a conservative right. uh, think tank here. People in this who country. do this crap for a living say this, not you and I. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm so so saying, let's go back not, real quick I'm, here. Hold on, Brian. I just want to make sure that because I feel a little cognitive dissonance on this phone call. You said on one hand that I asked you for a specific example of what it would take to get you to think it's a police state, and I gave you a specific example of exactly what you were looking for, and then you denied it. No, I did not deny. Well, I said well, you didn't. You didn't hear me. I said that extreme situations cause uh, call for Is it justified? Measures. So then you agree with the confiscation of the weapons in that situation? I, you know, sir, I can't say. I don't know the exact uh, reasons for it. And well, I, you that know, is the reason. Say, the, know, claim is, the claim is it's an emergency and we need to take your weapons. There are people out here looting, so we need to take your weapons, homeowners. Uh, if, if, if the owners were not necessarily doing anything wrong in their own thing, then I think that's wrong due to the fact... So then you would agree that that would be a police state activity then, yes? I, I would believe that if they did it without reason, that was without They went house to house, reason, sir. They, they had reasons. Let me a disaster. disaster. And I doubt that that was the case. I very much doubt that that was the case. You, you doubt they went house to house? That's because... And this is and this is the point of view of usually of people that don't pay attention. Like, we, you know, the, the folks that give out the platitudes, this is the freest country on earth, are not <laughs> paying attention. And, you know, this this appears to be that circumstance because, in fact, that's what the United States, uh, you know, National Guard was doing. It was going house to to house and California Highway and Patrol. California Highway Patrol was in and on in in Louisiana for whatever reason, going house to house, confiscating regular folks' guns. And you can see these videos. All you have to do, all you have to do, is go to YouTube and search what gun confiscation Katrina, Katrina. and you will find these cases. I know you're not going okay, now, to now, because first, you don't want to you, know. Now you're saying, now you're saying, you're saying these, you're, you're 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 citing these things. Now let me put it on the other side. What about the illegal aliens that come into the sky? And I, I don't have a problem with the illegal aliens. I really don't. But I see them every single day working here in Myrtle Beach, okay? And I love my, I, almost all of them because they're very hardworking, very Good. nice people. They come here for a better life. They should. Okay? And there should and be a better life here. There shouldn't be a police state. And thank you for the call tonight. People but, should be able to well, come here and live a better life without having to beg bureaucrats' permission or pay fines or bribes or whatever. Let me respond to that. The fact is the government is inefficient at everything it does. It can't stop drugs from getting in its own prisons. And you expect illegal aliens to be stopped? I mean, the government can't stop illegal aliens? Well, with a big enough police state, he is right. They, they won't could come ruin here in the, the country, place. and There's then the illegal aliens won't come. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you would like at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You like the show? You want to help support Free Talk Live? You can do that by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through the links there at shop.freetalklive.com, and Free Talk Live gets a portion of your purchase. It's the same great Amazon. You're just using our affiliate links to essentially let Amazon know that we sent you there. So, therefore, they cut us a portion of their profits. I just went and looked for uh, HDMI cables. You know, the uh, the high-quality uh, connections that they have these days, Mark? I don't know if you've, you've got one of these yet. I don't know what it is. You're kind of still using the old 1990s uh, What about those little, you mean the colored cables, the no, red ones? No, no, that's that... way back. That's old, old. HDMI is a nice high-resolution cable. It's digital connection. It's, it's really nice. If you were to go to, like, the big box stores, you'd end up paying probably 15 or 30 bucks for a cable like this. I just went to Amazon got one for $2.99. Sweet. With free shipping. <laughs> so well, I, I, I do see the value. I don't know what the cable is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a clear value. And uh, Amazon, you can link through at shop.freetalklive.com. Just pick the country that is appropriate for you. That's shop.freetalklive.com. As we continue here with you and your thoughts, you may bring up what you like, whether it's on the police state or not. Uh, let's talk to Legalize It Lee, listening in St. Pete. Lee, you're on Free Talk hey. Live. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's on hey, your mind? first of all... Uh, first of all, you guys brought up Katrina, law-abiding citizens and having their weapons taken away. Wouldn't that be the first uh, thing that they would need to have in that in that you know catastrophic situation is to be able to defend them themselves and against looters uh, yeah, and abs- not have absolutely. the national guard right. to come and take their weapons? Yeah, the, so I, I would absolutely agree with you. Amendment. Right. So their Second Amendment right was violated right there, mm-hmm. among other things. Their Fourth well, Amendment. The, just know. out of care, you know, the, 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 the gentleman, gentleman mentioned that, that uh, in fact, you know, as long as you're not mentally ill or been convicted of a crime or something like that, as if the Second Amendment says anything about people being mentally ill or having been convicted of the crime. It's just set, uh, of a crime. Right. It says just the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. As far as I'm Which concerned, I'll- if you're safe enough to let out of jail, you should be safe enough to be able to protect you and your family i think that ex-cons should be allowed to carry weapons mm-hmm. and laws I, I that restrict wholeheartedly it agree. laws that restrict agree. it being a felon being a felon guys i wholeheartedly agree i have four daughters i would like to be able to go and buy a firearm which i could but it would be legal my wife doesn't have which i've heard g gordon liddy say this on national rate on national television my i i'm a nine-time convicted I can't, I can't own firearms, but my wife can. She's not, and she keeps some of them on my side of the bed. Which oh, I was like, hurrah for, for you know, for that. But well, I, 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 well, if you understand what active possession, you're in Florida, right? Yeah. Yes, Active possession means that uh, that there is not a person standing between you and a firearm. So um, if your wife sleeps on one side of the bed and it's in her uh, bed drawer, that's one thing. But that also she means that it locked up, so yeah, it's going to have to be locked. That's not the problem. Yeah, she keeps it locked up. I don't have a key to it, and, and so she's. The I just don't want you home. to believe what G. Gordon Liddy says when um, you know he gets right. paid to be a bombastic talk show host. When in fact, right. you know, no, maybe he doesn't it. do it at all. 
Hey, uh, thanks. I appreciate your call tonight. Thank you, sir, at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. And, Mark, you can relate. Uh, You've got a felony in your past as well. Yeah, and these felony, these these charge, this this law that says that felons can't possess firearms, really the only thing it does is it limits the felons that want to obey the law from Mm -hmm. possessing firearms. Because felons, you know, felons that... Well, they don't want to obey the law. They've got firearms already. They have access. I could go get a firearm within within hours right now. I could have one. I could go home and shoot my wife if that's what I wanted to do. I don't know why I would want to do that. It seems like divorce is a but lot better. But the law better. wouldn't stop you is what you're saying. The, the law is not going to stop me. It's yeah. nonsense. Toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Captain Ned, also listening in Florida. Captain Ned, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Great show. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, uh, Mark, first of all, I love the uh, German accent at the beginning of the show. It's very nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Ian, when you were talking about I think it was your friend who was a Mexican whose son got hassled at the airport, and you were thinking about uh, who, what you had to carry to identify yourself as a citizen. All you have to carry is a copy or birth certificate that identifies you as a natural-born citizen. Now, a U.S. citizen, I don't know what they give them when they swear them in. I have no idea because I'm not a U.S. citizen. But anyway, you better explain uh, that for the the listening audience. Oh. Well, I, I, anyway, let me let me get to this real quick to help your uh, guys out who got arrested in Keene, uh, who to avoid a John Doe arrest. You absolutely, if you are on foot or a passenger in a vehicle, you do not need a driver's license. All you need is your name and date of birth. That avoids a John Doe arrest. Well, I'm not interested in giving up uh, information uh, in in those situations. Right, I thought I had the right well, to remain silent, you know. Well, I, I mean, you can remain silent, but they can take you in for that. I'm just saying. Sure. Oh, we oh know. I know. I know what we've they had, do. We've had people locked up for 58 days for not giving their name. I mean, they could it's lock you up forever. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's they ridiculous. just lock somebody up for uh, forever for not filling out a form. He's in indefinitely until he fills out a form. Well, I don't think you'll be in there indefinitely. But anyway, hey, I had the pleasure of talking to Jay in Massachusetts, uh, thanks to you guys. Oh, good. Now, this is the guy who is, uh, he. by the way, just for our listeners that don't know, we had him on Saturday last week, and he told us about uh, how it is he hasn't paid property taxes ever on his property in Palmer, Massachusetts, and the uh, the town finally moved against him. They did, a, you know, they essentially stole his property from him on paper, and then they threatened him with eviction on Monday. Was it? It was Monday. We went down there, right, Mark? It seems like uh, it. any, or maybe it was Tuesday. No, it might have been Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah. Anyway, we went down there and we, you know, we kind of helped to to, to defend his house from aggression. And indeed, I don't know they, about you. I just stood around with a the camera. They haven't. That helps having somebody there, Mark. It's all about numbers, as I was saying before and and video cameras so there were about 25 people i would say out in his front lawn uh, for out, throughout most all of the day and uh, also pete air from libertyontour.com and i went down to the town offices with two video cameras and just had a field day with those people harangued the bureaucrats yeah, they got exactly what they deserved for uh, trying to steal this man's home and they never came and apparently i did just get a message from jay uh last night saying that uh, thus far they have not come. He's still in his house yeah he's still in his house so uh so uh, ned thanks for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you all right guys thanks. Yep, yep, 800-259-9231 uh you can of course take control of these airways i think that's heroic what jay noon has done that's that's the kind of heroism and the kind of courage that we need to see more of, in my opinion. And one of these days, they're going to push me so far, I feel like I'm going to have to do it. I, I just don't know how much longer, Mark, I can take paying to have my friends arrested. 
Yeah, and that's exactly what happens uh, when you're talking about situations of paying property taxes. Your property taxes go to support these police organizations if they're hassling you and your friends for things that appear to be immoral and uh, appear to be illegal. Then, well, what are you supposed to do but withhold your taxes? I mean, this is what the founding fathers did, right? In America, and they died I mean, some of them for it, it. It seems to me you should be able to secede yourself from whatever municipal organization or you know whatever state organizations exist. Hey, Mark, if you were, if you don't like it, you can leave. Well, right, I can sell my property, and you know, I, I suppose they call it sell. Um, you know, sell your property, give, give, turn over the rent to somebody mm-hmm. else, and then leave the country. But, you know, to me, I don't think that's an operative answer to that question. I mean, just because I leave one unfree place and go to another unfree place, that's, uh, all that is is that uh, satisfies the person who says, well, love it or leave it mm-hmm. with, well, now they're out of my hair. Let's talk to Paul listening to WCLO in Janesville, Wisconsin. Paul, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. You got me so off track now, it's unreal. Well, go, go wherever you want to go. Go ahead. Well, we'll start it with those who give up liberty for security in the end will have none. Indeed. Neither. And yeah. we'll go with that. And I've been paying my taxes under protest for seven years in Wisconsin. And you have the right to pay them under protest. And well, yeah, they'll cash your check regardless of what you say. Oh, yeah, they cash it, but in the end, that's the best I can do. I'd like to keep my property. I own 15 feet below ground and about 31 feet above ground, and that's all the government does. You have no mineral rights. Anything under your property is not allowed. And the skies are not above. And that used to be a saying in this country. I own all the ground below me and all the sky above me, and you don't. Paul, any other thoughts you want to share? Yes, it is. Run with it. <laughs> Thanks for the call what tonight. I don't know. I have no idea. Yep. Thanks Bye. for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. But he's upset. Yeah. He's, he's uh, paying his taxes reluctantly. Through fear, which is why I think a lot of people pay taxes. Right, and, and this is <laughs> this is the suggestion that many statists will make. Well, look at all these. What, what, what's the big deal? What are you guys complaining about? So many people are just, you know, they're going, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Don't you want our services? As as the, 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 the heat gets turned up on the frog, everything's fine. I mean, you know, that's what you have to whisper to frogs to keep yeah. them in pots, right? Mm. 1-800-259-9231. Still enough time for you and your thoughts. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. We're going to continue here. Hour number three is imminent and still, as I say, time for you if you want to share your thoughts. So maybe you're somebody that thinks this isn't a police state and you'd like to give us. We finally did find one guy, one guy so far in two hours who was willing to say that it's not a police state and was willing to actually give us his criteria for it becoming a police state. We actually met his criteria for it becoming a police state and then he denied the criteria in the first place. 800-259-9231. What's your criteria? Free talk live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. So you can actually control the site. One of the many uh, features you'll find at freetalklive.com is that you can submit news items or blog posts or YouTube videos or whatever online that you think is interesting, you think our other listeners might enjoy. Because when you submit something, it pops up in the upcoming stories queue. 
And then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the site. So go and get interactive over at freetalklive.com. As we go to you and your thoughts here, for those of you just tuning in, we've been talking uh, overwhelmingly about the police state in uh, the United States. As we've been uh, discussing here, it's really become a police state over the last decade or so. And uh, in my opinion, of course, that's as long as I've been paying attention. Some might say it's been a police state since the 1990s. Who knows? But uh, it, it certainly is now. And if you don't think it is now... I would like to hear from you as to what your criteria are. What is it right. that would make you believe that it is a police state? We've gone two hours here and haven't had one guy. No, there was one guy. Too many responsive answers as to what a police state is. And we got one guy saying that gun confiscations would be his uh, evidence that it's a police right. state. House to house gun confiscations, and we could show him an example of that. That's right. Um, so, I mean, you know, therefore we have not been disproven. But the fact is, uh, you know, I mean, for me, this isn't about being right or being wrong. This is about finding out what it takes for people to believe that this is a police state. And what I'm hearing right now is that there are very few people Who believe that believe that not. this isn't a police state. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. Ladies first, let's talk to Donna, listening to WGBF up in Indiana in the Evansville area. Hello, Donna. Hello there. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was wondering if you had heard anything about the uh, recent Indiana Supreme Court ruling concerning a police invasion of your home, and you're not allowed to fight them if they are in the wrong place. That's correct. Right. Uh, the idea is is that uh, you know the court systems are so good, so thorough, so just, so swift, that you can, if, if some injustice is done to you by the police, don't, citizen, you do not have the right to defend your home against our armed folks. Your betters. Your betters, your superiors, but you can bring it to us, and we'll decide. We, the government, will decide whether or not the government has stepped out of bounds. Well, they'll make sure they'll make sure to pay the police uh, paid administrative leave while the investigation takes place, and then, of course, uh, end up deciding ninety nine times out of a hundred that the police are completely exonerated. They'll probably give them medals. It always uh, yeah. seems to go that way. Promote them as well at the same time. Yeah, they said that you can fight them in civil court, but you're not allowed to fight them with. Uh, violence or guns or anything like well, that. Well, and I don't think fighting with violence, and by the way, you're losing your phone call, but thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Not, not a great connection. Uh, I don't think fighting with violence is going to solve any problems. I don't think it's effective because, you know, let's let's say you've got some guy who is a police officer, but he's also a raving uh, sexual predator. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, it's, he's it's ar- happened before. armed and he can do whatever he wants. He comes in, uh, tries to do something terrible to you, and you shoot him in the head. I, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, because cops don't – it's all about the team for them. I mean, they it, – it, it seems to me that they wear the little bump – they have the little bumper stickers on their car, the thin blue line bumper mm-hmm. stickers. It's Gang all sign. about you know us versus them. They're in a – you know, they got a violent job, no doubt about it. And I, I can see why they, they get this sort of team mentality. But – Hey, you know, you should shooting a cop is the worst offense, according to a cop, that you could ever commit. Shooting somebody, no big deal. Shooting a cop, death penalty. Toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Plus, you end up being made out to look like a crazy, even if you're completely justified right. in the shooting. You it, don't, you don't control the news media. Somebody, right. I mean, the story will come out that uh, they'll, they'll drag out your old uh, high school sweetheart who said that girl was a tramp or whatever. They'll say whatever it is and you know just paint you up and down. The fact is. Defending against a police officer is an impossibility if you want to come out uh, on top. 
yeah, if you ever want to see your family again, uh, etc., maybe if you want to live through the experience, uh, you probably shouldn't use violence against them. And it's and just, I'm sorry when they do. They, it's it's very frustrating when they use violence right, to get what they I want. I get it, man. It is. Uh, I used to be somebody that thought like, wow, I'll, I'll go take down them out. with the yeah, lad. Go with down gun, they could pry that gun out of my cold dead fingers. Take as many out before they can take me out, etc. I used to have that mindset, and then I changed my mind on that perspective, and I believe that uh, peace is the way. To achieve peace, even if that means that the violent people will continue being violent and continue yeah. hurting people. If there are enough people who are uh, emulating you know, those who've gone before, like Gandhi or Jesus even, or uh, you know, Martin Luther King, folks that Junior. were engaged in nonviolent civil disobedience and non-cooperation. You get enough folks together to non-cooperate, there's nothing they can do. That much you, is true. You will have one at that point. Of course, if you can get enough people to non-cooperate, you're probably close to having electoral victories as well. So that's when things really can start to change, is getting people together who it love It is liberty. about convincing people. That much is true. No, no one standing on their own is going to make it. If you if you love liberty and you're ready to go down and whatever, or even if you're going to go and be peacefully non-cooperate, if you're on your own, you're going to be crushed by the system. You've got to have people on your side. And so that's one of the reasons why uh, moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project was such it was such a life changing experience for me because I was despondent before. I thought that liberty was dying, and I thought that uh, there was no chance. Uh, and that then I heard this idea of getting liberty oriented people together all in the same place, and it took me a while to get over the issue of it being cold because I'm from Florida. But I got over it, and I'm so glad I did because I've had the most fun that I've ever had being here in New Hampshire, being around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, and watching things as they, albeit slowly, uh, begin to change. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, and that's what the Free State Project is. It's a project to move as many people as we can get, liberty-loving, that you know, the care about liberty, the care about the liberties of, uh, other people. of, of, of the people here in the United States – Liberties to, of others beside themselves, yeah, too. You yeah, can't just be actually, looking out for you. there's people from other countries, too. So, um, you know, it's, it's about people who love liberty moving to the state of New Hampshire. Yeah. That's what it is. Freestateproject.org is where you can go to learn more about it. That's freestateproject.org as we go to Sean listening in Kentucky, also to WGBF across the border in uh, Evansville. Hello, Sean. Sean. Or afternoon, rather. Howdy. Howdy. What's, What's on your mind tonight? tonight? Uh, well, I just wanted to... Uh, complained a little bit. I had jury duty in April. Ah, you've been uh, drafted. Every day, every day that I had to go to court, I had to show my belt, raise my shirt, strip my... Oh, dear. Are you still with us? I think something happened there with the uh, the phone line. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to finish what, this Sean, call up. Sean, you're welcome to call back anytime we get a, a weird dis- disconnection like that. You're welcome to call back. Yeah, you know, when I, I just went to court recently for a speeding ticket, and I just went one day. The video's up, by the way, at freekeen.com for anybody that wants yeah, to see if Mark you're dying on trial. to see that. Um, I'm, I'm embarrassed by it. I didn't, you know. My favorite part is where they let Pete Nadamo chew gum and wear hats in court. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the video. The, uh, but, you know, I pointed out to the judge, look, <laughs> this guy, you let this guy come in this courtroom with a gun on his hip. They took my one-inch-long blade pocket knife, mm-hmm. and he's got a gun. I mean, you tell, you're telling me there's not a collusion between the executive and the judiciary in this country? Oh, they're impartial, Mark. Come on, what are you talking about? Uh, you know, the idea that they're going to let these guys do whatever they want, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. Uh, we'll go to Cecil, listening in Oklahoma, to KGWA in Enid. Hello, Cecil. Hi, how you boys doing? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just wanted to think and say how long it, uh, why it took so long for somebody like you guys to take and start start uh, uh, 
a more or less a peaceful rebellion against these uh, uh, against the injustices committed in this country by the policemen. I can't, I mean I can't believe it took this long. I've been seeing this go on since the seventies. First first off, I would like to know where did you guys where did you take when your friends get stopped at that they had to show IDs? They don't make the Mexicans show IDs. Well, I don't think anybody should have to show an ID. Well, these things okay. happen everywhere. They're called DUI checkpoints, and uh, now they're starting to just have regular old so-called citizenship checkpoints within 100 miles of the border. Exactly, and this is what brings us up: is I was in uh, I was in a tavern one time, and the police came in and went around checking everybody's ID. Wow. They came to me. They came to me and asked me for my ID. I said, "Well, what did I do to make you want my ID?" As make you ask me, it, it doesn't make any difference. We want to see your ID. We're, you know, did did we're you police. show it to them? Well, no, I didn't. And I'll tell you what they did. They took me I'll tell you what, hold that thought. We'll bring you back here in a moment. You can tell the rest of the story in a moment. 800-259-9231. More with Cecil. Your calls as well about what you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us, and those features include news updates. Get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live, you'll be uh, clued in first. If you're on the news lists, you can follow us via email, which is, I think, the best way to make sure you get everything from us. Or maybe you'd prefer Twitter or Facebook. We can do it that way for you, too. It's all free. Just go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. And if you've been hearing uh, that our phone lines are sponsored by SACL CAI and wondering, what the heck is SACL CAI? SACL CAI is a company that handles uh, collections, billing, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI, you can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. Good folks over there. Companies run by Jason Osborne, big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. All right, 800-259-9231. We're talking about the police state. You can bring up anything you want. Let's talk to John, listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, John. What's on your mind tonight? Hello, good Didn't afternoon. You have <laughs> Forgot about old Cecil. Oh, I'll tell you what, John, we'll put you on hold. Bring back uh, Cecil. Cecil, I'm sorry. It's like I've been okay. in the tavern drinking tonight. Uh, anyway, go <laughs> Sorry to, sorry to John there. Uh, we'll bring, bring John on here in a moment. But Cecil, you were telling us uh, a story about how you, yeah. were, you were sitting in a tavern uh, and you were demanded of uh, the, your identification by the police who'd come in there, started to ask everybody for their ID, and you didn't show it to them. Yes, sir. And so what happened is they took me out the side door, and uh, I had uh, two or three buddies in there. The police had a pretty bad name in that town, which they do in every town, by the way. But oh, yeah. anyway, they took me in outside and they my buddies were coming out and they told my my friends yeah you stay right where you're at do not take and leave your seats 
and they took me out. As soon as they closed the door, they started beating me with their batons. Oh, man. God. They spraying me in the face with mace. And I couldn't believe it. So later on, I, I had a cousin at that time that worked on the sheriff's department. And I said, why did they make my friends stay inside? He said, so that there would be no witnesses. Yep. He says, you moron. <laughs> he says, that's why. <laughs> so I wow. just wanted to. I just want to throw this in. This goes on all the time in this country. I mean, you know, we, we, we're we one of the most two-faced, uh, supposedly uh, free countries in the world. I heard you, man. It goes on. You're right. It goes on more often uh, than people realize. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and, and thanks for the story. 800-259-9231. If you're in this world of the respectables, then you don't know about this stuff. You know, this, this kind of... Uh, cloistered universe where you are you know, just away from the police. You're driving your Lexus. You've got, so they never you've got a you nice over. car. Yeah. You're dressed in a nice way. You have uh, you know the right ethnicity in the right neighborhood because you can get arrested for being white in the wrong neighborhood uh, in this country too. I mean, it, it happens. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's kind of the, the, the way that it, it operates. I mean, you'll, you'll never know if you're not, if you're the right color or the right dress and the right car and the right neighborhood, you probably won't have to deal with these things too often. However, it's likely your children will. And that's when it usually hits home for people. Yeah. It's unfortunate that uh, for, in order for people to really come to the conclusion that it's a police state, that they actually have to experience it. It's, it's too bad that they can't just look and see what is happening to other people and empathize with their situation. Even though you may drink at uh, not some local tavern, but you may you know drink at some f- fancy restaurant and drink wine and uh, arrive in a limousine. It doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to empathize with uh, folks that may be in a different position that are being harassed and, and beaten. It's sick. 1-800-259-9231. If you ever want to be free, you have to care about the freedoms of others. Although one could argue that the, uh, the very wealthy essentially are free, and so therefore, why should they care? You know, they, they're, they're insulated from, uh, you know, most many cases protected in many ways from this police state. So why should they care about the, those little guys? I think it's important to care about other people. 1-800-259-9231, because if you don't stand up for other people's freedom, how can you expect anyone to stand up for yours? We continue, though, with you and your thoughts. And I apologize to John in Myrtle Beach. I uh, didn't mean to be rude there, John, but uh, go ahead with your thoughts. No, that's all right. I'm 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 married. I'm used to being treated like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I got a question. If if I'm a police officer and I see this black guy, cornrows, and he's in this hopped-up wheels, you know, kind of car, mm-hmm. and I stop him basically because he's black, that's profiling, you know, mm-hmm. what what bothers me, and I need you to try to work on this for me. Every time you make an anti-government or some kind of, ah, they pry this, you know, gun out of my cold, dead fingers, you throw everything that you say that's supposed to be this great American patriot saying, you always throw this deep Southern accent behind it as to make it out like Southern people are the only backwards, (laughs) you know, pro-patriotic, like Northern people don't have those same expressions. Oh, no, there's tyrants up here in the North. There's no doubt. It's just I'm from the South, and so it's... Try to use a plain accent. Don't insinuate, because well, that's what you're doing. It's, it's, it's you have, to, you have to understand, people. see, I'm not from the north, so I don't know the Yankee accent real well, but I am from but the you south. you don't ever use it strongly, unless you're making a statement I'm like from that. The, I don't hear right. a southern. I usually, I usually use my uh, my Brooklyn accent or whatever whatever this is when I'm talking about mafia people. When I compare the government to, to you know mobsters who would go into a business and say, hey, you got to give me your money or something bad's going to happen to you because I'm 
protecting you now. Like, I'll, I'll do it in that circumstance. I admit that I will do the southern accent more often than I do the northern accent. And I admit that, um, you know, that, that, that I, I, I tend to sort of vilify people with, uh, with uh, the southern accents. And I know better that uh, there are plenty of people with southern accents that are smart folks. But I'm from the south. So I kind of feel like I have a certain level of insulation there. Well, you're also from the Catholic Church upbringing, and you're now an atheist. So, I'm not a Catholic. I mean, no, 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 no. Know, I've, I've never. Well, neither one of us is ever Catholic. You come from a religious background. All I'm saying is, is from no, I'm people not an that atheist are, either. They already think badly enough about us down here because <laughs> really? I hear it every day in the tour. Oh yeah, I hear it every day. I get comments from people that get in my cab and say, like, if you and your wife get a divorce, are y'all still cousins? <laughs> you know, oh, I thought that go. was Arkansas. Dude, I man, I get it. I, I get it hard, you know, from Jersey and New York. John, people. people say that to they you when they get in your cab, really? Oh yeah, look, but you know, and then I ask them. I say, "Why? Well, no, I understand you're mad because you're paying ninety eight percent property tax, and everybody in you know Jersey and New York is is pretty much uh, leaving the entire state. Fleeing, yeah. Myrtle Beach is actually now sure. becoming a suburb of New Jersey. Now we have HOAs, and and it's. 50 to 1 as far as Jerseyites. Let me and just apologize. Let me just yeah. apologize to you because I can't, you know, I can't keep a, a northern accent. I, I can't even really do a, a northern accent very effectively. Right, that's just, Ian that can't. Right. I can do the, I can do the, uh, you've done the pretty line. good with making fun of the weather guy here. Do me the weather guy, Mark. Uh, I, I can't even remember the guy's name. John Apostolakis. This is John Apostolakis with the weekend weather report here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I just I'm not used to it enough. I haven't been immersed in it uh, enough, uh, and so I can't do it. So I, I have to re- resort to what I know, which is you know the the southern drawl. I can I can apply that no problem. And the other thing is, well, that I mean, right, look, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with it, man. That, I mean, you, you, know? you hear I mean, me say y'all on the show. I mean, I still I still affect yeah. a little bit of a I have a little accent. bit of a southern accent right. time to time. Thanks well, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. People get upset with us over that, you know. But but there's only so many accents and. There's only so many ways you can change your voice, right. affect a new voice when you're trying to make a character. It, right. It wouldn't make uh, much sense if I took on like a British accent for a corrupt sheriff. <laughs> you can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. We are here for you. It is the live Saturday edition, and joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get access to various different methods of getting Free Talk Live in your and others' ears, including our over 100 radio stations from coast to coast. We will list them there for you. Uh, Plus, you'll learn about our online listening options like our broadband and dial-up feeds, which air 24-7, the latest episode of Free Talk Live. In addition, you'll find out about our satellite listening options like XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air satellite channel. In addition to that, listen lines at a light 
a call from any phone that can dial long distance. Our webcam, which is uh, off the air at the moment, we are, are having some technical difficulties uh, with our new setup. And, Nobody wants to hear your excuses, well, man. I'm just letting folks know. Bumbling through this whole thing. Well, we can, uh, we're going to get it back, and that's what you get for free, right? Because the uh, website didn't cost you anything. So uh, head on over to freetalklive.com. Go to listen.freetalklive.com and uh, get tuned in. As we for continue. our listeners, their attention is their currency, and they're paying in full. Put that cam up. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So I'm just ref- we're reflecting uh, reflecting a little bit more on the last call about uh, this is not the first time we've had a call from somebody in the South, basically Who's saying a little upset with uh, us using the the Southern accent to make them sound all dumb. Well, and, and of course we're not from the North. You and I we're from the South. So, That's true. Uh, so maybe you're. Some people hear us mentioning New Hampshire. They think we're from also. If anybody talks, I don't. Does anybody talk like I talk? Because I'll use what they call neck voices, which is kind of <laughs> you know. So I'll sort of growl my way through the southern accent. Um, you know, so I don't. How many people talk like that? Well, caricatures of uh, corrupt sheriffs, like you know, somebody from that's right, boy, some an old movie or whatever, yeah. like uh, Smoking the Bandit, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Well, I don't think he talked. <laughs> what was his name? I can't remember the uh, remember. the famous remember. actor that was in Smoking the Bandit. I, I don't but, remember. Yeah. And Burt Reynolds, but that's not who we're talking about. No, wasn't the sheriff. So um, that was but, an awesome movie. But we were talking about uh, the the this accent. And Mark, you were mentioning that you do occasionally do like a New Yorker kind of uh, an accent. So, yeah, yeah. I do the I do the mafia guy. But in maybe order we to, should uh, bring on the German more often. Maybe when we're doing corrupt police, we should we should try to make a concerted effort to not be so offensive to the Southerners and right. instead be more offensive to Germans. Right, Germans, because far fewer Germans listen to the show, and <laughs> you could do. <laughs> We could do the. the uh, see, I, don't, I can't papers. even do this. Right. Well, you'll have to, you'll I only know a couple of phrases. Like, right. we have ways of making you talk. Uh, what I can, is your name? I suppose I can work on it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take some practice because I can't hold pract- accents like that for very long. But this is kind of the nature of comedy is that, you know, to some extent, there, there, there are certain jokes that aren't going to uh, offend anybody, puns. But, mm-hmm. but some people are just append- offended by puns in general. But usually a joke is going to offend. Someone now, a large portion of our listening audience is in the South. Right, it's at the- some of those people are actually Southern. <laughs> uh, you know, at Sarasota, Florida, where we're from, usually people are. One of the first questions they'll ask you is where you're from. And so it's stunning to find somebody from, from Sarasota, Sarasota in Sarasota. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying because a lot of people come from Nor- uh, New York. Yeah. And- Places like that. Well, m- mostly the Midwest. All right, so we will continue. We will continue. Uh, with Joe, listening in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, to WGMD FM. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Just super. Well, are you talking like that on purpose to make fun of people? <laughs> nah, nah. I, I'm from the south. I guess I, I was born <laughs> up north in northern Delaware, but through the southern Delaware because. When you get south of that canal in Delaware, it's just a whole different world. I hear that canal really does separate the state. Yes, it does. And um, <laughs> I want to get to, to my points so I was talking about, you know, and talk about we're in a police state. You know, I, I've dealt with this firsthand because I commercial fish for a living, okay? So I deal with, now you know Delaware, um, Department of Denrec here in Delaware, Department of Natural Resources and Environmental Control. I, I believe I talked to you before about this. I think so. They are one of the only states where the secretary for Denrec can make just about any rule he wants. Okay? He doesn't wow. need a governor. He doesn't need a legislature. They were given a leg- uh, regulatory authority yeah. okay, to do whatever they want. And, you know, <clears throat> I got a uh, pocket uh, – not a pocket thing in the Constitution – 
I was going through my uh, helping my grand. We sold my grandmother's house because she passed away last year. If you got a constitution in your pocket, son, you might be a terrorist. <laughs> oh, this anyway, isn't a joke. So, There's actually a, what they call the MIAC report that came out a couple of years ago that, in fact, identified people that reference, have bumper stickers uh, that reference or or carry constitutions as possible domestic terrorists. That's ridiculous. Yes, it yeah, is. If you read the Constitution under un- 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 unreasonable searches and, you know, uh, without being searched without a warrant, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of times, you know, there's basically probable cause. And probable cause is um, they have that proof in the Constitution. And probable cause can't mean just whatever they want. It's not the a hunch. Yeah, it's more than a hunch. Yeah, it's probable cause in the Constitution. It, 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 probable cause means you have to have proof that the person broke the law. I, I don't have a problem with a you know a police officer coming on my boat, you know, and checking my fish. But I do. When, when, when they go through, when they come on my personal property, okay, your boat's your property. You, know, you should have a problem you know, with that. They're going to be. From now on, they're going to be. I'm just going to have you know surveillance. If you come on this property, you know you're under surveillance because you're on private property. That's the best thing you can do, in my opinion. You know, some people would turn to violence, and as we mentioned before, that won't work. But having video cameras around really does uh, change the way things uh, now, yeah, roll. I, I was talking to an attorney and says, you know what? If you if, if you if they tell you to turn that video camera on, off and you don't. That's called resisting arrest, and they can arrest you. They can arrest you for anything they want. Oh, yeah, they can arrest you for saying that you've... Uh, you know, I, I believe that somebody just... I just saw a story where where somebody was charged with assault on a law enforcement officer for farting in a police car. Well, our friend John so, I mean, Kurtz... They can do anything uh, they want. Our friend John Kurtz was charged with assault on a police officer for using a video camera and recording one. No, no, he got the assault for turning his left arm slightly. Uh, this was on video. Turning his left no, no, arm that slightly. Was a re- that was the resisting that arrest That was the charge. resisting, excuse me. The, the assault was just a claim, just a, a lie BS they claim made, yeah. they made up in order to uh, charge this man with a felony for recording him, uh, recording a police officer with a video camera. But, but one of the things I wanted to point out about what you said uh, is that, uh, Joe, is that it's your boat, man. You should be concerned with the police coming on it and looking at your fish and such. Yeah, well, you know what they say. That, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but why? When they just start jumping on the boat, and you know, well, I don't know because they have a job to do. That's their job. You know, they have a gun on the side. I mean, you know. Okay, so it's because they're scary. No, no, that's okay. The reason is Ian gun, because um, they have to. Okay, look, they're they're co- it's the government. The government claims to own the water. Okay, and he's out there. V- fishing on their water and they have rules on how many fish you can get so are you saying it's okay i'm saying that the world where water is private property is a long way removed from the world we're in today it doesn't matter it's well, your boat listen, guys, listen they say it's a privilege to have use of that resource but under the constitution those privileges are protected those privileges that are given to us are protected under the constitution and, and as, as last time I checked, anything that goes against that against that Constitution, that law is null and void in the court of law. Is that still the case? That should that was always the case before. It wouldn't matter. The Constitution doesn't matter. If essentially the Constitution is null and void in courts of law. And thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from yeah, you. I've been told to on multiple up, occasions uh, not to do that. Try to bring up the Constitution in court. If you ever have to go to court, just try to bring it up. Actually, I've been happens. told once, and I've seen it happen on, a, on multiple occasions. Yeah. Let's continue here, and we go to Bill listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Bill. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? It's hey. ironic y'all are talking about accents. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to get my point across. I was pulled over, <laughs> I, I was pulled over recently, and uh, 
by some police officers, and, and uh, they decided that they wanted to search my vehicle. Well, I had a marijuana cigarette in in my sidebar, and I had a couple prescription pills that oh, are prescribed to me. They are my prescription, but they weren't in their bottles, mm-hmm. which is illegal. Before you go on, I want everybody before you go on, I want everybody to understand this. People are always say, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what's the problem yeah. here in the United States of America? The I've read I've seen the claim. I don't know that this is true, but I believe the claim that the average American breaks the law, commits three felonies a day. And this is the kind of thing, taking your prescription drugs out of their prescription bottle. How long are they allowed to be out before it's a felony? Right. Are you not allowed to have one of those little day planner things where they have Monday through Friday uh, pills, that kind of thing? Tell you what, we'll bring back here in a moment. Stick with us. 800-259-9231. More with uh, you and your thoughts, Bill, in Clearwater. And if you've got got enough time, we'll get to you if you're on hold. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. More coming up in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are next. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you and your thoughts if you're already on hold. Uh, if not, if you didn't make it in tonight, don't worry. We do this thing seven nights a week, so uh, you can join Mark as he hosts our Sunday internet-only show. Uh, Soon to night. be ready for radio stations. That's what we understand. We're working towards that. Uh, go to freetalklive.com to get tuned in there. And, of course, uh, we're on Monday through Saturday on uh, many, many radio stations across the country. Over 100 of them, actually now over 105. Thanks to the addition of WGGH, also known as Monster Radio, AM 1150 in the Monster Marian- Radio. Radio. Yeah, that's right, in the Marion Carbondale uh, market. It's actually run by a guy, I think owned by a guy, who is one of the voices for the Grand Theft Auto game series. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like one of those real, you know, deep voice, yeah. ballsy, uh, gravelly radio guys. Which is cool. I like those guys' voice. It's fun stuff. In a world where yeah, yeah. good and evil. Except he sounds clash. awesome when he says it, unlike yeah. us. So uh, well, yeah. I'm making it up. <laughs> so. I sound like Alex Trebek and Bugs Bunny had a kid. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to listeners in the Marion Carbondale market uh, to WGGH Monster Radio AM 1150. As we continue here, oh, unfortunately, we lost Bill uh, there during the break, but uh, we'll continue with you and your thoughts. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I think we've got Kevin listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Kevin, are you with us? I hate political correctness of any kind, so keep doing your southern accent. But if you want a neutral, dumb accent, look up George Carlin. He had quite a few that were neutral in nature and were very effective. But very funny. I call, okay. I guess I called about, I heard this on your show, and I tend to agree with this concept. A lot of your um, military coming back from Afghanistan and uh, Iraq are now ending up as police officers. And I do want police, I do want police officers out enforcing impaired driving because as we liberalize our laws and hopefully we'll legalize other drugs the alcohol uh, people driving intoxicated is on the rise 
Is it and on the I, rise? You know Do you have statistics it's on that? Absolutely. Okay. It's absolutely on the rise. I'm in that business. I, I I can tell you without a doubt with with our social pressures, people are drinking more. They're driving. Which business not, are you in? I'm sorry. Are you a cop or I'm are you in, a I'm bartender? In a, I'm in a I'm in a transportation business, and gotcha. I transport people all over, entertainment, etc. And people are spending. They can't afford to buy boats, etc. So they are partying more. They are, and they're using other just than alcohol, which I that's their business. However, when they get behind a wheel, that's a different story. I agree that it's no a doubt. dangerous, dangerous thing. Yeah. I agree with you, but I won't say that's an excuse to have a checkpoint. Will you? Uh, that's absolutely unnecessary. I can tell you this for a fact because I've even uh, given examples. I've gone before city council here, and I said, look. If you go to this spot every night at this time, you'll see people running red lights. I can always tell when there's a new crop of weed in town because people run red lights, etc., like crazy. What? You think that oh, stoners? I'm serious. serious. I am so serious because people are more impaired. They're just, it's, well, pot-smoking drivers, drivers uh, studies have shown that they're as safe drivers as, as, as regular uh, well, drivers. It imp- the kids smoke. They do the smoke where they smoke out the car. They can't even see, and they just run right through the. I, I, I had five people the other day in front of me run red lights. I run red lights on purpose. Well, okay, but the thing is, it's endangering lives when not, people do. Them. Right. Well, it just depends. I mean, I'll I'll run a red light when it's not endangering anyone's life when there's no well, one coming the other direction. When they when they almost hit me, that's endangering. No my doubt. Life. Okay. I believe you, man. So, but but why, it might just be I the fact that make... they're dumb kids and they don't know what the hell they're doing. That might be a factor. Well, but all the above, and the weed doesn't yeah. help, but. Sure. They shouldn't be driving. If they're going to smoke it, stay home. But the thing is, when I've seen the police officers in uh, these guys come back from Afghanistan and uh, Iraq, they're trained killers, mm-hmm. and that's absolutely a part of the problem right now. And I don't know. How, and the poor guy, I, I really don't know what are, what's going to happen down the road with these guys with the mental and the physical problems that they're going to have from coming from Iraq and Iran. Really, well, well and not only are they tra- not only are they trained killers. But they're also trained to follow orders, uh, much much more so than the average cop. And it's just a, it is a scary thing. Uh, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing great, from you. Great. Yep, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And I'm glad that he understands that while it's important to take impaired drivers off the road, that that's not an excuse to have checkpoints because a lot of people will use that as their well, you know, there's drunks out right. there, so we've got to have everybody stop and dangerous check and, driving should, should be you know dangerous drivers should be pulled over. Let's find right. out why. Let's ticket them. Whatever. Right. If somebody's bobbing and weaving and and, you know, we're running into other lanes or whatever it is they're doing, and you've got a reason to pull that person over to check them, that makes sense to me. But to just pull everybody over wholesale and demand that they show ID and demand that they, you know, talk to you as a cop is just, it's police state tactic. And it was one of the earliest ones, and it's something that uh, that allows people to get used to it. Just like the TSA being in the airports allows people to get used to being frisked and searched. And that way, when the TSA expands out to bus stations and train stations and your local sidewalk, which... They've done all of those things, uh, that, uh, that you'll be used to it, and you won't be as likely to complain about it. 1-800-259-9231. Let's go to Tony, listening in Charleston to WVTS. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Um, I, I want to make a point, but I, uh, I thought of a story uh, locally that I thought you guys would appreciate. If anybody, uh, there is a – back in 2003, uh, there was a serial killer in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, and uh, still have, have never prosecuted anybody. But uh, recently, uh, local police agencies thought they got a break in it and uh, went out to this property and um, – condemned this woman's trailer home, uh, kicked her and uh, her uh, family off the property, 
destroyed the trailer, dug underneath it because um, some uh, druggie in prison tried to make a deal with the police trying to give information about this crime, completely destroyed everything this woman owned. And uh, she's suing, but the uh, the police are saying since they had a search warrant, they were in completely legal. So let me yeah. see if I've got this straight. Uh, some drug-addled informant gives the police some information that's bunk. They go in, they uh, destroy this woman's life, they destroy her trailer, and they completely exonerate themselves. Yep. It's, it's, it's actually going on right now. This probably happened uh, two months ago. Her name is Sandra Schaefer. Mm. Uh, lots, of, lots of news reports if you want to uh, look at it. They're in the uh, Charleston uh, area. Thanks for uh, sharing that. Anything else you want to talk about tonight? Well, uh, man, I don't know if you guys want to end the show on this, but... Um, uh, I, I want to run a hypothetical by you because I, I've been listening to the show and uh, I, I'm not completely sold. If I am born into a world of poverty and my mother is, uh, you know, a, a crack whore, and she says, well, you don't need to go to school because I didn't go to school and I just, you know, um, uh, glazed don't at my face through life. I don't know what that means, but um, okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know, it. When when you take, uh, let's see, what's the way I want to say this? There needs to be a, a certain safety net in society. Okay. A society as wealthy as America is, there needs I, to be I, a I safety net. I think that makes net. sense. I think that the safety net should be provided on a consensual basis, though, by uh, charitable organizations and individuals. They're going to do a far more efficient job of it. Right, that can actually, uh, will actually compete for charitable dollars, so that's why they'll be more efficient as opposed to this one-size-fits-all government monopoly that you've seen how they operate and how con- you know, concerned they are uh, for human life. And in the, in the right. case that you're giving, you're making an excuse you know, kind of for this government education system, you know, taking care of those parents. Right. And if the government education system was, in fact, there to educate poor people, then there would be some situation where poor people got a scholarship to go to schools. This isn't what it is. Most schools are full of middle class kids whose parents drive new cars and live in houses that are much larger than mine. However, they are just fine with letting the government steal money from me and my kid. Money that I would use to educate my child to send their kids to school because my kid will never go to one of their government indoctrination centers. Plus, the schools that are actually in the ghettos, they're, they're just awful. I mean, they're right. worse <laughs> and worse for government schools. So. so the government schools that aren't in the ghetto are much better than the ones that are. So it's, almost like having a safety, are it's like almost like having a safety net made out of barbed wire. With, right. And uh, many the of these government. schools have 40% illiteracy in the, uh, the, the metro areas, 40% illiteracy among graduates. How much worse could not having a public school be? Right. So in the event where you've got some parents that are just shiftless and losers, that doesn't mean that those kids couldn't get help, that those kids couldn't go to a school, that they couldn't be taken care of. Uh, there, there would be ways to, to, to make sure that happened without actually having to steal money from other folks. Does that answer your question? It does, and I feel like my comment was just kind of red meat for you guys, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring it up again. We're good at that. <laughs> at no, thanks, day. Tony. I appreciate hearing from you. <laughs> Let's talk uh, quickly to Ray, listening to WSC-FM in Charleston. Ray, uh, final thoughts for the show tonight. Go ahead. This is uh, Ray. I'm, this is Ray. I'm a drug agent in South Carolina on a state level. Okay. And I've been doing law enforcement for about 10 years um, with prior Marine. And I, I hear y'all talk about the, the free state stuff, and I, I do agree that it's happening, and I know you're probably shocked to hear that from an officer, but um, it's happening more on a federal level, in my opinion. Federal officers have a lot more you know, power and jurisdiction and a lot more leeway than we do as state officers. But another thing that bothers me about law enforcement, and I, love, I have a passion for it, we need officers out there, we need people to do what I do for a living, 
But the thing that I'm having a hard time even staying in law enforcement is for is because I, I work with a lot of people who, who don't have the integrity that they need. There's a lot of corruption. We hear that from a lot of cops. Here's what I'd suggest you do is uh, we're short on time. But please take a moment. Go to Law Enforcement Against Prohibition's website if you've never gone. Please go to leap.cc, L-E-A-P dot cc and learn more about a great organization of uh, a lot of former cops that have come out against the war on drugs. Thank you we'll for see your call. Free So I wanted to take a, a, just a brief few minutes to talk to you about Free State Now. The fact is that the podcast listeners are far more loyal and active than radio listeners. I've been doing some live reads about uh, freestatenow.com and talking to people about what it is and what we're doing. And Ian, you're here with me? I am, yes. And just want to make sure everybody knows. And so that uh, we can so that we can get the 20,000 signers the Free State Project needs in order to complete the the campaign or whatever. Now, I believe that the Free State Project is a success today everything that i imagined the free state project doing when i signed up has occurred already mm-hmm. um i just imagine people getting in government and you know sort of rolling back and that's you know there's been a what a 12 percent decrease in in the budget here in new hampshire uh, no that's not i don't think that's passed through quite yet okay well it's on its way and i suspect it's a veto proof margin as i recall okay and um also the you know folks that are into civil disobedience all these things that's fine by me i'm just saying that that's what i was imagining when i signed there up there was that knife repeal thus far I mean, so th- some things have changed yeah there've been some rolling back of government uh, but e- either way i was just thinking about getting libertarians in the office and i f- i figured at that point good things would happen and that's what's occurring so uh, what i've done is i've created free state now and free state now has actually been in existence for a little more than a year a little more than a year and it's gone through uh, you know some some shifts but the current iteration is working very well i have dozens and dozens of people who've uh, agreed to sign the statement of intent Many of those people have been followed up on. There, there's some of them that are out there that have yet to be followed up on. Basically, Will Buchanan and uh, Jason Osborne and I are kind of collaborating. Jason's there consulting. Will Buchanan's, uh, you know, getting signatures and uh, preparing to get other activists. Well, trained. all right, I'm skeptical, Mark. Why is this different this time? I mean, different than you, what? You did this before, and it never went anywhere. Okay, you so, made a big deal out of it, and mm-hmm. then it just poof went away. Well, first off, um, it did go away, but we got all the signers that we were supposed to get. So it worked in that I got the signers that I was looking for. It failed in that there was a lot of uh, you know the, the the telephony that Jason Osborne has would be really great if we can get a group of six people making telephone calls, eight people, ten people making telephone calls. But it's difficult all at to, the same time. All right? at the same time, it's difficult to coordinate those people and pay those people and do all that stuff when the donations are kind of shifty. You know, I mean, I, I the the money wasn't the the money wasn't huge, so I was concerned about doing them at different times. I wanted to do it once a week. You can't get everybody to do something once a week they wanted to do it daily and i didn't have the money to make that happen so what we're doing now is basically so the old project was too big for its bridge it was too big um it was complicated with the telephony and uh the the interface with the free state project was going poorly so you simplified it down to where there's no more system it's just somebody with a phone dialing numbers yeah they they make telephone calls plus uh will buchanan has uh, created a a situation where he's going out and he went to boston common several uh, several times and he gets He's getting four signers an hour. 
Standing Seems out there. Good. Yeah, it's really great. Um, four signers an hour. Imagine how long it would take to get the 9,000 signers we need to get to 20,000. Not too long. And if we could put somebody on every corner of Boston Common, that'd be 16 signers an hour um, in order to get this, uh, the you know, trifold signed and, and then turned in and that kind of thing. Well, it so, doesn't seem likely you're going to get 10,000 people at Boston Common, Mark. And why are you going to, you're going to focus on phone calls, though, right? Uh, phone calls and, you know, different. I, I'm willing to hire people that are out side of the geographic area mm-hmm. of New Hampshire. Imagine imagine somebody in San Diego, imagine somebody in San Francisco, somebody in uh, you know St. Louis, somebody down in Tampa. I don't care where they are as long as they're out getting signers um, and doing this. There'll, there'll be some kind of uh, oversight, but I'm not prepared to do that because the bank account isn't big enough. I can't just say, "Oh yeah, get some signers for me," and I'm not prepared to to, you know, pay these folks. I've got uh, you know probably a couple thousand, but I need to I need to have more to be able to prepare uh, to be prepared to pay people sounds a little unbelievable to me i mean the idea that uh, there would be that many liberty minded people walking through boston common Okay, uh, you know, Is that I the don't, best targeting of uh, location. I don't know. Are you talking about uh, getting signers for the Free State Project? Or are you talking yeah. about? I mean, he's not like walking up to homeless people and paying them money to sign up. Right? I don't think that's what he's doing. No, I can't imagine that's what he's doing. Okay, um, I, I, I would doubt that everybody who signs up is going to move for the Free State Project. But would you we claim know that's true? What's that? We know that's true. I mean, a lot of the 10,000 are really old names. Right, 11,000 now, and how many of those people are going to pick up and move? I don't know. To me, the Free State Project is a success today, and all the Free State Project is, sadly, is an an organization whose goal is to get 20,000 people to either click on a link in an email or to sign a trifold. Now, if we go out and personally try to, uh, you know, decide who is and who is not qualified to sign up, then what's that say about us? I mean, you had several people. You signed up several people in front of me mm-hmm. in the state of Florida. How many of those people do you realistically think are going to uh, follow the statement of intent? I don't know. Right. I don't know either. But I'm not going to say not that those matter. aren't. It doesn't matter, though. Right. Right. Th- right. I'm not going to say those aren't legitimate signers. What matters is people moving to New Hampshire. That's what matters. And the Free State Project hitting its 20,000 is important to that. And it's also, I think the worst part about the 20,000 is people go on the Free State Project site. They take a look. 11,000. Ah, it's been 10 years. These people are failures. I'm out of here. You know, and they look at that number. The, the 20,000 number needs to be completed. And that's yeah. what my goal is. My goal is to get 9,000 more people, more, less, fewer than that. But 9, so how can more, people help you with this? Then go to freestatenow.com, sign up. You can sponsor one, three, or ten signers. I've got to pay these activists, and you know this is the kind of overhead I have. Hopefully I can pare down the costs um, at some point in the future, but I can't do that until I have a working model. I, you know, unfortunately, early early acquirers tend to pay more for things, and that's what I need today. But this costs less. I mean, this is it's less than the, the free, free State Project spends money on advertising, like with yep. Free Talk Live or Reason Magazine or all kinds of different areas they're advertising and trying to get liberty minded people yeah. in here. And when they run the numbers, it turns into about a hundred bucks per signer is what it they're is. paying in advertising money. Right, they're duplicatable sort of campaigns. That so they, if you give if you give a hundred dollars or a hundred and what is it, a hundred and five dollars. To Free State Now, you're going to get three, three times signers. the results. If you give $100 to the Free State Project, you'll get one. Right. So you're getting three times the results from Free State Now. Right. And free right State out the now, gate. And Free State Now is designed to make that cheaper. That's what my goal is. I hope that that happens.
So you're hoping to get it down to like 25 or something like that? I'm trying. I mean, it's yeah. it's difficult to you know make it happen. But I you know well, you've got to have enough to motivate the callers too because right. you, you can't this count on volunteers. Tough work. Yeah. You can't count on volunteers, and it is really tough to pick up that telephone and call another person who you know whatever is disaffected. What you know they might maybe say no. Yeah, they might they, say no. They, they do say no. <laughs> they say no more times than they say right. yes. It's a sales job. It basically. is. So please, podcasters, I need your support. FreeStateNow.com. Go sponsor one, three, or ten signers today. Thank you. Podcasters tend to be uh, people who actually do podcasts. What do you call them? Podcast listeners? Well, uh, archive listeners. Yeah. I mean, internet listeners. Uh Internet listeners, I think, would be more more accurate. All right. You you folks can write in and tell me what you want to be called. FreeStateNow.com. There's donation links right there at the top of the page. Mark, are you looking for callers too, or is no? That Will, not right now. I, 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 feel like I need to bank a little bit in order to have the cushion because I have a lot of people that mm-hmm. are that will that claim that they'll help, right? Yeah. And my experience the last time is that you know I, I need to be prepared on the other side. I can get people who are willing to get signers, or willing to make telephone calls. I can get those. That's relatively easy for me to do. What I need is the money. You know, I'm I'm sorry. Just today, that's what I need. I don't have the money. If I could write a check and make this happen and it wouldn't affect my lifestyle, I'd do it. Mm. But I can't. Well, people have to come together. I mean, it can't just be one man that, that does all this. Yeah, I wish that there was that guy that had you know that, that amount of money that we could pay to make that happen. And we would. But I don't have him. I, I haven't met him. So go on over to freestatenow.com and select uh, choose one or is it 10 or 5 or 10? 1, 5, 10? 1, 3, 10. 1, 3, 10. And it's 35 bucks per signer. Yep. You've already done it, right? I've done Got it. I, endorsement. Did, uh, I threw 500 bucks in. Yep. Thank you. So, so there you go. Freestatenow.com. Anything else, Mark? That's it. Thank All you. All right. See ya.